0: Hot oh, quiz, hot shot. There's a bomb on a bus. Once the bus goes fifty miles an hour, the bomb is armed. If it drops below fifty, it blows up. What do you do?
1: What do you do? Fuck me. Oh, darn.
2: Welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that does, I think, what it says and it's in its best film ever. My name is Ian. And I'm Liam. And Liam, let's just tear the band-aid off here. What episode are we on today, buddy?
3: Um, 25?
2: 24. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it right next week. One day day my prince will come, or however the the, the phrase goes on that. But no, we are on episode number 24, and it's been another very good week. And i got to be honest with you. When I heard we were doing Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, I was like, I'm not sure how many people are going to download that. Yeah, me too. The answer is a fair bit. Yeah. We've done really quite well with it. It's been one of our better performing titles. You're welcome. We, uh, I didn't hear that. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> didn't hear thing. May as well give the opportunity for our permaguest to introduce themselves. Hello, I'm Ellie. And then from our sister podcast, Talking the Mickey, we have
0: Ethan. Hello.
2: <laughs> Ethan, <laughs> hello it is I did set it up kind of awkwardly in the yeah, syntax I don't know
0: if you're going to say my name or not I guess I'm going to go with that first Yeah, <laughs> it works
2: out alright So Ethan is here, usually comes on and talks about stuff And we have some crossover, but George is still being away At her very cool summer job We put up the bat signal And when no one else showed up, we called <laughs> Ethan <laughs> I, was, I was the last choice <laughs> the last choice uh, But um. We'll tell you what wasn't the last choice. That was today's choice of film. That was a that was a different type of choice. Nice. A first choice, if you will. Tell you what wasn't a last choice was we had a conversation on our sister podcast, Talking the Mickey with Dan from the Little Bitch podcast. And that is up right now on Talking the Mickey and definitely worth having. I enjoyed having Dan who we had on for Some Like It Hot earlier in the air. We did indeed. Um, so we're looking forward to that. And we've actually got a little bit of content appearing on one of their episodes coming up.
4: And, and that we- episode was Dumbo.
2: The episode was Dumbo, so uh, the episode that Dan was on with us would be for, for Dumbo. So that's on, and we are releasing one on Cars in a few days. Oh. So that should be
1: uh,
2: that should be enjoyable. I, I'm looking forward to doing some Cars, maybe because Dumbo's hit the bar <laughs> to a certain level. As long as there's no magic feathers in Cars, I'll be alright. <laughs> but Pixar's I always like good.
4: 63
2: minutes, though. I'll say that I was a tidy in and out. 63 minutes. Wow. Uh, the, the opposite of Girl of the Dragon Tattoo, uh, yeah. if you will. That, one, that movie was like, here comes the ending and we're out. As yeah. opposed to Girl of the Dragon Tattoo, which was, how many endings do you want? Yeah. <laughs> Lord keep of the Rings. Lord of the Rings called, <laughs> it's got nothing on us. We're going to keep it. Even wanna, the extended version. You want to see a leather jacket that means nothing until this point? We're going to introduce it and get rid of it in five minutes. <laughs> I still want to go back and get that leather jacket. You? Yeah. Speaking of leather jackets, we've also got a lot of uh, information back on Dangerous Minds. Oh. Yeah, just people sort of responding to it and saying, hey, I enjoyed this, or hey. I guess that 90s nostalgia. I do, I do, yeah. I do. Um, well, right, then I want to give out a couple of shout outs, because we've had a lot of people engage with the podcast, and I just wanted to go ahead and say, hey, thanks for engaging. Uh, we heard from Trent, who talked to us about how much he liked Die Hard. Oh, nice. He said the minute he saw Die Hard with the Vengeance, he was all about that. I, I still stand by that. I think Die Hard 3 might be my favorite one of the bunch. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's, it's a different movie. It's a different one. It's a yeah. summer movie. It's a yeah. buddy cop movie. Uh, we had Drew who, uh, talked about Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, but also left us some notes for Speed, we'll talk about at the end. He's oh, given okay. us some thoughts, sort of share at the end. Uh, uh account called a Twitter per person who talked to us about Clueless and how it helped her get through a whole bunch of work while well, she did. <laughs> she listened to Clueless while she was doing some sort of other task, which I think is a good way to listen to the podcast. It's a great way to Let listen. it be a soundtrack to something you don't really want to do. <laughs> because we'll make it better not because we fit in with mean- <laughs> <laughs> tedious tasks uh, i vanessa- want it
0: to be when someone hears my voice they get flashbacks to having to do like the most menial tasks ever that's how i like to describe my voice now <laughs> there we
2: go there we go uh Van- way, to, way to sell the podcast <laughs> vanessa patty got a hold of us uh she was all about the star wars chuck goes to the movies and drink drunk dead podcast. both just big you know, helps of the show, supporters of the show. They do good stuff. They like what we do. I always like that. An account called Not Before Coffee. I can fully relate to that name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> who uh, just discovered our Back to the Future and Breakfast Club episodes. A little oh, bit nice. of 80s nostalgia. Really enjoyed that. MC Paperstacks, who talked to us about The Crow. Really nice. like The Crow. Yeah. And then, of course, our regulars, Dwayne Smith and Lestat. Hey, Lestat. So, big fans, big ups to them. And so then all that's left then is to... Move along quickly, if you will, to Speed. Speed. Now, Speed. Now, I've seen Speed. You've seen Speed. Yeah. Ellie?
4: I have not seen Speed, but I've wanted to see it for a really long time, so I'm quite excited.
2: And Ethan. (laughs) Now, the funny thing was, I think I need to bring this up. I I totally forgot until you laughed there. So (laughs) I said to Ethan, I said, hey, we're looking to fill a spot in the schedule when George is away. Uh, are you up for it? Anyway, yeah, I said great. I've got these two choices of movies. Now I'm not gonna. Hopefully, he's not gonna say the second one because I think that's my announcement for for next week. And the two we went. Oh, I can do Speed. Do you want to take the story from here, <laughs> Ethan?
0: Yeah. So I saw Speed. I was like, Yeah, I studied Speed uh, in college for my media class because they're like the opening scene.
2: So I'm thinking then- this is perfect. He's seen it. He can bring some insight to it. Someone's probably taught him something about it that maybe something that I don't focus on. This will be great. And then I had another message that says.
0: Three days pass, and I go, oh, I was thinking of Drive. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: was thinking it was odd that someone would do Speed. Like, it's a great film, but it yeah. doesn't strike me as being, no, like, it's 25 years, 26 years old. It's not Shakespeare, either. It's it's not Shakespeare, no. <laughs> not that Drive is. Have you seen Drive? Yeah. Ooh. Dark movie. Ooh, dark movie. Ooh. Vicious.
0: It like, the audio, I the audio it, mixing for it. So I was like, yeah, I can talk about that and all that. And then, like, three days, away, I went, I've never seen this film Oh no <laughs> um, So
2: Speed uh, 1994 Yeah, We're flashing back to the summer of 1994 uh, Good summer. Directed by Jan de Bont I think it's how it's pronounced Jan J-A-N I don't think it's Jan, it Jan, Jan I think it's Jan, Jan I think Okay De Bont. Uh, Cinematography by Andrzej Bartkowiak hmm? Sure
1: Bartkowiak okay, yeah. I
2: can't think of another way to say it No And then um, The music was composed by Mark Mancina and this is Jean Bont's feature film debut as a director. Wow! So this was his first one out of the out of the gate. He would later go on to do films like Twister. I like oh, Twister. Twister's good. Yeah. Um. It's it's popcorn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's not yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not well. It's yeah. not it's not a great piece of cinema. No, no, no. But no, it's no. a fun film. Yeah. He would then go on to do the second in the Lara Croft Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider series. I like that too. The Cradle of Life. <laughs> and then he would then go on to do Speed Two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Say no more. <laughs> so things ironically screeched to a halt. I think for him after Speed Two, he didn't do a whole lot after that. It sunk. <laughs> but he was a director of cinematography on Die Hard. Cool. He was a director of cinematography on Lethal Weapon Three. Yeah. And on Basic Instinct. Cool. Yes. Um, so That's maybe a he's a good maybe, resume. maybe he's responsible for that iconic scene in Basic Instinct. Yeah. Maybe. So a guy with some. Background, kind of, in one regard, but this is a step up. And as far as a, a, a debut goes, pretty good. Especially if your background's in action films. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is like, okay, this guy knows what he's doing. So. Uh, it would win two Academy Awards for Best Sound and Best Sound Editing. So, Ethan, when we watch it, you've got that to sort of listen out for. I know that's kind of your your, your gimmick, is you really enjoy talking about the sound editing. So the origin is that there's a screenwriter for this called Graham Yoast, and he was told by his father, who was a Canadian television host, if you will, <laughs> uh, about a 1985 film called Runaway Train, starring John Voight. Oh, and I've seen that. It's about a train that speeds out of control. Yeah. Now, uh the dad, when he's telling Graham about this kind of got it wrong you got it mixed up with a japanese film called bullet train and in bullet train there's a bomb on the train in runaway train the train's out of control and when his father's telling him this story he put both those premises together and so it turns out he went well what if it was like a bus and you still put those two things together and er ergo the idea was more or less uh
0: born so i mess up as kind of fitting
2: yes it is kind of fitting i suppose (laughs) it's one of those things so um, and so they thought, well what if you had it and it was on the bus and if it went below twenty miles an hour you'd blow it up? And they kinda went In a blew." Maybe you're not thinking big enough of twenty, they said. Maybe fifty. Oh,
3: okay. <laughs> the only thing that strikes me on this is when you watch it, surely that must go below fifty.
2: Well, we we can take a really you know, hard look at this and go yeah, what's what's the likely because fifty miles for Canadian listeners is like eighty kilometers an hour, okay. which is technically your posted speed limit yeah. on a highway. Yeah. So not like your four hundred series or your M series, I guess over here, but like your A series motorways over here or what do you call them? A series roads?
3: Because because uh, a, a, a roads? Yeah.
2: A roads because a motorway would, would be M by the definition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't, or an interstate in the states, or a 400 highway in Canada, they'd be more than that. But traditionally, this is kind of your yeah. going rate. And here, yeah. 50 miles an hour is kind of the rate for. I should know this. Sixties, 60, so, sixty. So you got a bit fast. Past one mile, you got seventy. Seventy, yeah, yeah. But that would be the, yeah. yeah. So there are exceptions, but this is like your regular standard in Canada, kind of highway. It's how fast you're supposed to go. No one drives it. <laughs> It's kind of an unwritten rule in Canada. You can get the first 10 10-12 kilometers for free. Oh, right. I've never been pulled over by a cop for doing like eighty-five. <laughs> Usually you got to about ninety-two, because they start po- even on the side of the road, they post the signs that say how much the the, the points are and the and the oh, fine. Okay. And they don't start till like like twelve kilometers over the limit. Yes. <laughs> so like, I'm okay for the first twelve. Um, even when there's a cop following you, I keep it at like ninety. Even though it's posted at eighty, you just keep it at ninety because you know he's not gonna pull you over. Yeah, well, I found that when I was in the States, and everyone's overtaken me. See, some, some will, I, when I was living in Phoenix, there was, I had a friend who got done for doing like three miles over the limit on a speed camera. Yeah. yeah, That's harsh. That is harsh. And so um, he finishes the script, and he takes the Paramount Pictures, and they express some interest in it. And they said, you know who you should get for this? You should get John McTiernan.
3: Yeah. Do you remember John McTiernan? Yeah, the director of
2: Die Hard. Die Hard. Yeah. And so they said that, and he'd done Predator and he'd done Humper at October, mm-hmm. and uh, McTiernan went, well, "This kind of feels like Die Hard." This, yeah, game. <laughs> it's got very Die Hard, die hard to on a bus. Die Hard on a bus. <laughs> yeah. So he said, "I've kind of done this. Um, it's just going to feel like a retread if I do it. So what you need to do is why don't you get, why don't you get uh, Jan de Bond, my director of cinematography? He knows how I do things. So it's kind of like you're getting." his style which is what yeah. they wanted without it be with someone who's gonna be passionate about the projects it's their first kind of go at this so they went for him with that and uh despite as part the script was promising paramount said no we're gonna pass because audiences don't want to watch people on a bus for two hours how wrong with that which I? when i when we watch <laughs> this later i want i'm gonna ask you what's more interesting the stuff on the bus or the stuff off the bus and i think the stuff on the bus is the most interesting stuff in the movie yeah yeah so then this is the, the um, project is a 20th Century Fox. And 20th Century Fox, the people who distributed Die Hard. There's no longer a 20th Century Fox? Not anymore, no. 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 So this is before re-branded. This is before the House of Mouse got it. Yeah. Yeah, 20th Century Mouse now. <laughs> <laughs> and Fox agreed that they would greenlight the project on the condition you find other action sequences besides stuff on a bus. Okay. So, as we'll watch, there are action sequences. Yeah. Not within the bus. And then, at which point, once he puts them in, we won't say what they are, but once once they put them in, Fox then goes, well, green light the movie. <laughs> and so, in preparing the shooting script, they read it, and Keanu Reeves takes a look at it. Everybody looks at it, and they go, the scripts, the story's good, but the script is poor. Okay. And so, they bring in what's called a script docker because the script had been called t- terrible. And a script doctor is someone who comes in and fixes the script, but doesn't get credit for it. Almost like a ghost rewriter, if you will. That's not fair. It is not fair. So, for instance, in Toy Story, do you remember who the script doctor was on that? No. Anybody?
0: Oh, go, uh, Joss Whedon. It was Joss uh, Whedon.
2: Oh, yeah, of course. Joss yeah. Whedon. So they bring in a script doctor for this one, and you may have heard of him. His name is Joss Whedon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The more I hear about Joss Whedon, the I I, more usually, I, I, love I was this doing guy. my research. and I was like, "Shut up!" <laughs> I love this. Guy. What are the it's like odds
0: the Avengers of fixing film It is like,
2: what are the odds of this? And so, That's amazing. And they credit him uh, even now. Graham Yost will say that Joss Whedon pretty much writes. Like I think he said ninety eight per ninety eight point nine percent of a dialogue. Joss wow. Whedon rewrites my God. and totally change the nature in which some characters are 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 laid out and I'm going to I'll bring that up when we go over the deep dive okay. and we can talk about specifics at that point because there's no point in me talking about it yet um and yo says it's not like we we're on two different pages he knew what I was trying to accomplish he's just better at making the characters say the things that I need them to say to get the story to go forward and they weren't sure how well it had gone. Uh, we'll get into the specifics about where things were going, but they said they knew at the test screenings it was going well. When people got up to use the toilet and were walking backwards out of the theater, so they didn't miss <laughs> a frame if they couldn't help it. And no, others and others are running, so some are running and <laughs> like, some are walking that's backwards. My goal for when I make films. I hope No one's running backwards because that could be all <laughs> sorts of <laughs> <laughs> all sorts of crashes. Yeah. And so um, that helped convince 20th Century Fox then to move up the release date from August till June. So you got that prime summertime spot. And it was a big hit. $30 million budget, $350 million. Oh my God. I remember this one. This was like a huge film. And Keanu Reeves' first comeback. Yeah. Because he had done Bill and Ted. Yeah. And that was massive, that film. Absolutely giant And then he kind of made a few weird decisions And you couldn't did stop he, seeing him as Ted though was Did he problem. do um, Parenthood? He was in Parenthood I don't know if that was before or after But he had done yeah, Point yeah. Break at this point Oh, Point Break's brilliant So, <laughs> I too like Point Break <laughs> Yes So, um, there was that But this is kind of his first Like, he was okay But no one yeah. He wasn't the poster boy no. For like A-list stars after Point Break yeah. But he was after Speed and so we'll kind of look at this, and this is Sandra Bullock's real coming out party as well. Oh, okay. So you think about who, how much these people would, if you were to do Speed now, based on uh, who was around and what, and kind of what their expected, like costs would be at this point. I mean, that's you're not doing that for thirty million dollars today. No,
3: no, no,
0: no. no.
2: So uh, I mean, the, the biggest name star on the set is probably Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, he's in this. Yes yeah. he is. When you think he oh. was in
2: like Rob Without a Cause so you the, know, so the big ones in, now? I mean the big ones in this are um Keanu Reeves, Jeff Bridges, yeah, what? Uh, Sandra Bullock, yeah. and Dennis Hopper. So that's who we've got to look forward to ahead of us today. Dennis Hopper's brilliant. Oh, I'm
0: so excited now.
2: Yeah. So we are going to watch Speed Now. Uh Ethan, very excited. So I'm glad. It's better than going, oh I can't don't want to do this
0: <laughs> oh no i love keanu reeves keanu reeves is like one of my favorite people right now so this the, is the amazing, guy, such right? a nice guy i said
2: like last week as a joke but like, madonna should take notes but really he does reinvent himself so often yeah mm. every time you think he's done and I, I wrote him off and then he came back to the matrix and then i wrote him off again <laughs> And he came back and did John Wick. John Wick, and now he's skills? doing video
0: games.
2: Is he doing video games now?
0: Uh, yeah, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Well, he's like the main guy, and he's like the imprint in your brain. He's like a rock star.
2: And there's rumors he's going to be coming and joining the MCU. Oh,
0: yeah. oh, oh, that's cool. Because he was constant Constantine. Uh,
2: yes, he was Constantine 10, twenty years ago. And he actually has said he would like to to, to redo that one too oh i would I'd, I'd love if he could he was
0: fantastic basically
2: if they did kind of like uh just uh kind of like what they did with um wolverine where they took the one origin movie and went yeah that no one doesn't count we're gonna do a different one instead yeah. <laughs> if they could do that again with constantine he said, he'd be deadpool. well up for that well deadpool is a character versus deadpool yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so if he basically if he got another chance to do constantine he'd be well up for that oh cool which i've never seen constantine actually all right so um i guess we'll be back in the blink of an eye for us or uh blinking an ear for you folks and uh, that'll be that so uh, grab some popcorn it's that kind of a movie for sure uh and get ready to uh, if it's your first time watching get ready to clench the arm of the sofa or the person next to you or something like that as we watch speed we will catch you on the flippity fluff so that's it we are back and i don't know about you liam i say this a lot of times holds up it does indeed it does hold up it's really really so really fish. good um well, obviously, we'll do the specifics and particulars, and tear bits of it apart, lovingly so. Yeah. Lovingly so. Yeah. We're not here to go. Nah. You didn't make a perfect movie. Nah. You suck. It's not. <laughs> it's not what it's about. Nah, it's about enjoying movie. It's a movie. Um, That's How about our two first timers? Did you enjoy Speed?
0: Yes. Yes. Ethan? I, I had a good time with it. It's a, I had a very good time with it. I had a it. good time with it. That's yeah. a good way to put it. That's a very good way to put
2: it. No one's going to say this is going to win an Oscar, <laughs> no. although it did win two Oscars, but uh, it, it's not going to win like the acting Oscars or a directing Osc- Oscars, it, no. but it is, It's. It I, is had a lot it is. Of, I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. It knew what it was, Yeah. and it definitely steered into those contexts. <laughs> so let us begin. We have this opening credit sequence, which is just like an elevator moving up some like service passage with this bare, exposed steel and these very blue, very 1994 graphic package. Yeah,
0: it's like Microsoft Word 3D art. <laughs> it <was. laughs> so, it's so 90s. I bet, so it on, like, I bet you when they put it on, they're like, nostalgic. I bet they put on, they're like, check
4: this out. Oh, How yeah. cool is it, that? It moves
0: like it's part
2: <laughs> of it. Like when each floor goes by, it'll, it'll like eliminate itself. We're
4: so flash.
2: So, um, and as is going on, though, I think the main theme for Speed, that... <singing> it is a great... I, don't, I really like the music in this movie all, all in all, actually. But, I do. But especially that theme. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was great at sort of creating tension. Yeah, yeah. Excitement. Very much places. so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, um, it, and you had this like metallic thumpy sound in it, which I thought was kind of like the massiveness... Of the bus. But then Liam, you said something as we were watching it. Cause it had like little brass bits and you said it was, I wrote it down. I uh, had heroic overtones. That's said. right. Yeah. I did. I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was good. Cause it did play between minor key and major key quite a lot. Yeah. And you sort of got, there's going to be a problem and then they're going to fix it. Yeah. Which kind of what the movie is. It's a problem. They're going <laughs> to fix it. And there's going to be another problem. Back on our sister podcast, um, talking the Mickey we did cool runnings and we said it seemed like they came up with problems only to fix them like three minutes later that's not what this is that was a bad version of what this is this was like legitimately here's a series of pardon the pun roadblocks yeah and then how can they kind of circumvent and you know just survive that next level yeah it's like when you're at the arcade back in the day and you're in your last like we'd say quarter i don't know what it was here 10 pence piece and about you're that. yeah and you're just trying not to die 2p 2, 2P, 2p for an arcade game
4: you okay so you're talking no. about like the like no, I'm shoot about, yeah, kind of games yeah I'm of talking games. like video games game, okay. cabinet. Yeah,
2: yeah 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 not the 2p I'm more like yeah <laughs> l- what did you think I meant by last life if you're talking about 2p and like the-
4: <laughs> if you're on your last 2p that's your last, <laughs> last 2p <life. laughs> uh, I, d- so, I d- wasn't flash enough to play the, the big expensive 10p games
2: yeah. and so enter Dennis Hopper who was going to be our villain of the mm. piece um He's main introduction, he's wearing this like worker outfit. It says Atlas on it. Yes. I wonder why I said Atlas. Is it like some sort of like he's the weight of the world on his shoulders or Yeah, maybe. Why choose that? Hmm. Seems like a weird name. It does. And he stabs some guy in the head and says it's nothing personal. Yeah. I don't know. If anybody stabs me in the head, I'm gonna take it personal. Yes, I'm <laughs> He got the point, though, didn't he? Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, that was... Oh, God. So, I, w- I, was, sorry, I, I, I wasn't too sharp on that one. <laughs> that threw a and you, and you had to be blunt. There we go. <laughs> so, uh, and then we have our first sort of main set piece of the movie. Didn't really waste any time getting into it. It's an elevator, that has been rigged with explosives. And the cops, before we got to it, have been told, there's an elevator and it's rigged with explosives. So, um, and DeBont pitched this starting the film off with a bomb uh, on an elevator or an office building because when he was on the set of Die Hard he got trapped in an elevator oh. and obviously it made an impact on him so we said we should start the movie with this so we're not just like doing Die Hard we're doing like behind the scenes Die Hard in the film <laughs> but I had that feel of Die Hard from this, the start didn't it, it was very Nakatomi Ta- Plaza was, where was Nakatomi Towers was that in LA as well it was the first Die Hard wasn't yeah, it yeah it was yeah you think have you not seen Die Hard?
0: I, I've never seen Die Hard. Wow! No. Oh,
2: so yeah, I mean, there's LA though, because yeah, he's yeah, from yeah. New York and New he York flies, flies over flies to, to see LA, it. Yeah. So yeah, so maybe this is just how LA people are from between like 1987. Was it the first one? Uh, 86. 86 yeah. and 94. Yeah. Just but was yuppies in a in a tower? Yeah. Yeah. And so they're going down in this elevator. A bunch of yuppies <laughs> are in this elevator. And um one of them pushes the button. It's already, it's that thing where the button's lit and they go and they push it again anyway. Yeah. He goes, oh, oh, I like what you did there. You saw it was pushed, so you pushed it again. So what, so it will get there faster or something like that. And then we cut back to uh, Dennis Hopper's character, Howard Payne. And he's got this giant, like, massive remote in his head. Just so you can see it. And it's labeled so we can see Because if it. was, if you made this yourself, you wouldn't have, like, a giant button that says arm. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> and then push the trigger <laughs> beside it. Like, it would be, like, a simple, like, four or five thing. But it's like, how can we tell this to the audience? Let's make it really comically large so everybody can see this. And
4: it's red and green, just to be sure. Yes.
2: Yeah. And so they hit the thing. They hit the first bomb and the first thing and it stops. And it was a funny line. Yuppie number one says to yuppie number two. Bob, what button did you press? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I thought was really good. And then enter Keanu Reeves as Jack Traven. Yeah. And what an entrance this was as his car came flying. Oh, like, brilliant. It like it's
0: like a 30 degree angle. It's like it's a <laughs> third
2: degree, like sideways angle. It's like eight feet minimum off the ground as it goes over a crest of a hill. Talk like, about a grand entrance. Like, is this foreshadowing the bus jump? I don't know what this is. <laughs> I loved it. But much like the bus jump, this should have destroyed the drivetrain in yeah. this car. Oh, he, yeah. <laughs> the suspension should have just. If you were driving that fast, like, you were not, uh, no I don't way. Know what the deal is. No. Um, so, um, that car would be totaled. But this was, so let's talk about the casting here because this part was not originally offered to Keanu Reeves. Canadian Keanu oh. Reeves, may I say. Yeah. <laughs> Canadian. Born in Beirut, Lebanon. Lebanon, oh. Beirut. Oh, really? Beirut, be- be- Lebanon. Beirut. Lebanon's the country yeah, Lebanon's Lebanon. the country Beirut, Lebanon But moved to Toronto When he was six And it actually oh. holds Canadian citizenship To his day Oh okay cool Yeah So but he wasn't The first one Who was offered the gig The first guy Offered the gig Was Stephen Baldwin Oh okay Little um yeah, yeah, yeah Usual yeah. suspects yeah, Stephen yeah. Baldwin Yeah wow. One of the lesser known Baldwins yeah I, yeah I think everybody Not named Alec Are the lesser known Baldwins But yeah, I guess William, I guess I guess of the Baldwins where William is, That's Billy Baldwin Yeah Yeah but I think Stephen Bald was probably be the second best known.
3: No, I'd say third.
2: Third? Behind yeah, William? Yeah, I'd say okay. so. Back, so. Back then. Back then. So, But it, this is before Usual Suspects, too. So like, oh, he's not even okay. got that on his resume. Wow. So I'm not sure they had the biggest hopes for this. I mean, $30 million budget. Yeah. Going to be in August. So you offer it to Billy Bald. I mean, this feels more like with that cast, it's a different kettle of fish. Mm. But they do that. And then y- Yann DeBont, um, well, for first off, Stephen Baldwin turns it down because he feels, you're not going to believe this. says, it feels too much like Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, don't really, that's been made, hasn't it? Yeah, no." And he declines the character. And then Yann DeBont eventually ca- uh, casts Keanu Reeves as Jack Traven after seeing him in a movie we talked about before the break. Point Break. The Point Break, yes. Uh, Ethan, I'm guessing you haven't seen Point Break either.
0: I don't want to answer that one now to be like kicked off the podcast.
2: That's all right. You go ahead. Yeah. I've never
0: seen, I've never seen it. What? I it's a great little. My movie. friend tried to show me the remake and I went, Oh
3: no, 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 not no, watching no, the no, remake. no, 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 <laughs> Everyone's on the end of this go. No, 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 <laughs> If you did I'd like, be like you- Yeah.
0: When ne- ne- never have Ethan back, he just doesn't know films.
4: No, For someone it's who's right. a film
0: student, I know nothing about like old, Old films. It took me like hang on. Old. It took
4: me <laughs> to last. Sorry, <laughs> showing your age there, Ethan. This is like the
2: classic cinema to Ethan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this. He feels is the way of the old is like, b- before twenty fifteen. For us, it's like X- Gone X- with X- the like X- Wind. For <laughs> Ethan, it's yeah. like Point Break, <laughs> Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, <laughs> Demolition Man, <laughs> Clueless, um, <laughs> completely. So. Um, so they cast him and he said, one of the reasons why I kept looking, I kept finding the same fact all the time. They kept using words like vulnerable, feminine to describe the energy that Keanu Reeves brings to the role. Oh, really? They cast him because he was vulnerable on the screen and he was not threatening to men. I'm like, I don't know what that means. Like, you don't have to worry about him taking your girlfriend or what, what, does, <laughs> what does this mean? Yeah. So he would do that. Uh, he's not threatening because he's not that bulky. I've never once sat there seemed like a big... Like, who's a really, really well-built guy who does films? like Maybe, maybe like an Dwayne, Arnold or a or Dwayne, Dwayne or Rock Johnson. Johnson yeah. I've never looked at him and gone, oh, no. I, I feel did... intimidated by... Because I'm living vicariously through the hero,
3: right? Yeah, yeah, but I think in this film, he's the most buff he is in, in any film is in this one,
2: isn't it? Yeah, I haven't seen John Wick, so... Well... He's a
0: lot more threatening in his presence than John Wick. Right, but as far as i like, just yeah, being yeah, built. Yeah.
2: But I think that's because he's quite young in this. He spent two months getting in shape yeah. for this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that, I like, like every day. Yeah, yeah. That'll explain it. Yeah, he did. He did look more bulkier. His arms when he's doing the underneath yeah, the bus, yeah, I was yeah. like, cheese. <laughs> oh, there might be might be some broken pipes underneath the bus, but there's no broken pipes <laughs> on Keanu Reeves. <laughs> um, and so, but but they said he looks great to women. Yeah. So that's why they cast him. Ian uh, De Bont, though insisted that Keanu Reeves get rid of his trademark long hair, which we would have seen in everything else to this point. Yeah. When I saw that short hair, I was like, oh, that's different. He's grown up. It gives him that more of an edge, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. It looks wrong. Well, he's a
2: cop, though. It would look wrong if he had the shaggy hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And so uh, 20th Century Fox were horrified because originally it was a buzz cut. Oh, really? So what we saw here was like after they let it grow in. Oh, okay. So there was that. Um, It's a direct quote. Everybody at the studio was scared shitless when they first saw it. There was only a millimeter. What you see in the movie is actually grown in. And now if we can go back to Joss Whedon for a minute and how he fixed this movie, kind of. Because one of his contributions was he reworked the character of Jack Traven. So originally, um, Keanu Reeves didn't like how the character was presented. Very much like Tom Hanks, actually, <laughs> oh, okay. with, uh, with, Woody with Woody in Toy Story. Yeah. Not that he was a jerk in this one, but just he felt it was, you're not going to believe this, a little bit too much, like Die Hard. <laughs> I can understand by the haircut as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they want to wear like a white vest, white vest. <laughs> 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 and walk barefoot <laughs> <on> the box. <bus. laughs> so he said that he, um, Keanu Reeves, felt that there are too many situations that were just set up for Keanu Reeves to have like a one-line response. Yeah, maybe like "Yippee Ki or yeah, something like that. Could you imagine? And so he felt it was like Die Hard, but mixed with a screwball comedy as well. <laughs> and so working together, they switched it from being a Maverick hotshot To at times just a polite guy trying not to get everybody killed, yeah, yeah, I'd prefer that. Which there's moments of the bus where he's a very calming presence and he's very Mm. earnest, yeah. But there are moments, as we'll talk about as we get through it, where I'm going, This feels like the old script because there's that's just a zinger and that's just a zinger, and why are we doing
0: this? There's points where he acts like almost too cool, dude. He does, he does. There's a bit where he's like. We're just a couple of dudes on a bus. It's fine. Oh, it's I know fine. exactly what, what you're like, talking about. I have to line I just down. feel like I'm watching like a slightly more intense Bill and Ted. <laughs> That's not a bad way to put it.
2: And then <laughs> while Speed was in production, and Liam, you and I were talking about this a little bit off, off the mic. Um, this is when River Phoenix dies. Yes. Just a few weeks oh. into production. Oh, God. And so yeah, and DeBont said it got to him emotionally. He became very quiet, and it took him quite a while to work it out by himself and calm down. It scared the hell out of him and had him thinking about his own mortality. Yeah, I understand that. And so he tried. Very very close. Very close. Oh, no. Yeah. And so. I
0: just thought about that one scene near the end. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (sighs) And so they tried to work it so he could have some of the easier scenes to go first. Yeah. And other ones later. And you hear a lot of stuff now about Hollywood, about toxic work environments and da-da-da-da-da. And it sounds like De DeBond's actually being an, an absolute, you know. Diamond of a geezer. Yeah. Mm. Diamond <laughs> of a geezer <laughs> to anybody in North America. That means he's being a really good guy. <laughs> <laughs> That just came out, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Aladdin's a diamond in the rough. Younger so- boys, is a diamond Something a like
2: 52% <laughs> of the audience is American. you are going to diamond of a geezer. <laughs> diamond of a geezer. Everyone's going to be saying To it. our American listeners. <laughs> My challenge to you, use that once in conversation, <laughs> please, please. <laughs> refer to someone, not to their face, but refer to someone to someone else as oh, he's a diamond or she's a diamond of a... Ge- 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 Geezer's typically male, male but... Yeah. but I th-
4: Why not to their face? I think you should just, like, go to Starbucks. You're a diamond and, like...
2: of a... Ge- well, after that, I'm you-, you never know what might happen. Not, they might not know what that is, yeah. nor might that... They- do it with someone who you know. <laughs> do it with someone who thinks all right of you. Do it with someone who you think legitimately is a diamond of a geyser. Yeah. Yep. That's a good thing, by the way. It's a, it's a thing. geezer, it's not a geyser. It's not yeah. like a diamond of a diamond of a what's well, a geyser? It's kinda of like a water volcano, isn't it? Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, geyser. Do you guys know like, how like, like, like old faithful Bison, yeah. the water of it sort of spurts up. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really? Don't, I don't know that. No, I don't know. That. We don't have them in Canada, I don't think, but we know of them because of our closeness to American culture.
0: We have a couple in New Zealand, and oh God, they stink.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you who didn't stink, because also, enter Harry Temple at this point, played by Jeff Bridges. love Jeff Bridges. Who I thought was really good in this. Yeah, yeah, I did.
0: Oh, he was fantastic. Uh, And
2: the part of Harry was originally going to be played, again, it's time to play the who else was it? Ed
0: Harris. I like Ed Harris. Ed Harris would have been good, but he might have been
2: a bit more gruff. A bit more intense. He'd have been a bit more intense. It'd be a little less buddy cop movie. Yeah, yeah. And a little more serious. What did do we you see at Harrison already recently? Polly thirteen. That yeah, that was it. He yeah. Was, yeah he, he played the guy, guy at Mission Control. Then yeah. He, yeah, And so um, and in the first version, the character was going to be revealed as the bomber. Um, so in the first version, Harry was the bad guy. Oh, mm. and then how was that? I had
0: a feeling that could Ooh-hoo. have been a twist. At oh,
2: some point. do you know what? Mm, yeah, it, I'm not it, sure. I'd it's a it, choice, but you would have had to have them work together. So yeah. it's kind of like he's in on it, and the grand reveal then in the third act is no, 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 Ooh. we're working together. I'm glad they didn't actually. So, um, the producers felt the audience though wouldn't accept Jeff Daniels no. as the bad guy, uh, so he was kept the good guy, and the bomber was written in. And then we go so back to our situation where people are trapped in an elevator, and we meet Mac, the chief cop, yeah. who seemed like a really good guy, a diamond of a geezer maybe. <laughs> <laughs> At times, inappropriately, like laughy, jokey, buddy, boss type, yeah. Too over-friendly. Too over-friendly. At times, like, I'm like, Jack, you're not Jack. Um, Mac, you've really got an answer for what you've done here. And you're just sort of, like, laughing and shaking it off. I'm like, this kind of serious.
3: Yeah, but he does uh, moonlight his sky- Skynet, doesn't he? He, he does. <laughs> so I'm told. I forgot all about that.
2: And we get told, is there anything that's going to stop that elevator from falling? And someone says, yeah, the basement. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
3: Did he say that happened before? Say, usually,
2: this is where. Might, it, usually yeah. this is where it falls yeah. or something like that. Um, And then so Jack goes Harry volunteers to inspect the device And of course we find out where one goes, the other goes So off they go Um, They find the elevator Um, Jack says to the people inside the elevator We'll get you out of here as soon as possible And then he looks at Mac and goes, am I lying? (laughs) And he goes, what do you think? And again, Jack says, well you're the expert I just work here And I'm like, this feels a little bit too close To that like zingy first script Yeah. Because there was a lot of one-liners here and this is where we get the the motif of the pop quiz. Because mm. I guess to, to to break the tension or to pass the time, they run through these scenarios where one presents them with an impossible situation. And you have to go, how would you respond to this? And the, and, and the pop quiz was, uh, madman has got a woman. He's headed to the plane. She's 100 yards away. What do you do? And Keanu Reeves says, well, without I sh- flinching. Without flinching. I, I, I shoot the hostage, take her out of the equation. <laughs> now, this is all great when it's hypothetical. So yeah. yeah. People. But um Jack and Harry are told to wait and they'll take care of it and Ken is not having it. he goes, you know, this this is wrong. Yeah, very McLean. And, and McLean-esque. Yes. <laughs> and so he says, you know, something about the hostage. Um we need to do something about these hostages. And Harry goes, We're not gonna shoot him, right? And they <laughs> disappear. He doesn't answer. He disappears, and Harry follows. And they go to the roof and he sees the crane. And he goes, "No, we're just going to take him out of the equation." Like how you do the um, the key and rooms? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like here's my question for us, even for us, that's like ten seconds. Yeah, like it's like, okay, oh right, he's answering the question about shooting the hostages here. To them, that must have been like four minutes. <laughs> I'd be like, <laughs> "Sorry, what? <laughs> take, take take What are the take Who out of the equation? What? I don't even remember saying that. So I don't know. It was a little bit too like." I need to equip you one liner here now. Yeah, yeah. And so um, they lower with, with, with the cable from the crane that just happens to be conveniently on this roof. Mm-hmm. He lowers down like Mission Impossible style, <laughs> like, you know, upside down. He's being lowered do, and he's do, going, do, do, do. Remind <laughs> me why I'm doing this. And Shepard <laughs> just goes, well, in 30 years, you get to have a tiny pension and a cheap gold watch. And he just goes, mm-hmm. cool. Cool
3: which felt very (laughs) bill and ted and the the bit that made me laugh was there was just that little loop to stick it in (laughs) almost like it had been designed Uh, like (laughs) that
0: it's a it's a very joss whedon script a lot of Mm. my notes are just oh this is very very joss whedon like just sort of the the jokey quiffy stuff even like the the dialogue it's very buddy buddy which is which is nice brings it more to
2: and every time the speaker is bringing bringing things back to earth, let's go back to Dennis Hopper. He's trying to bring this elevator to earth, and as this is all going on, he's just looking up and like making like quizzical noises like the dog when like there's a car slam outside, and he just yeah. kind of pops his head up and looks around. This is all Dennis Hopper's doing for the first couple of minutes, yeah <laughs> until he just goes don't fuck with daddy. (laughs) Now, I couldn't find conclusive proof, but there's a suggestion that might have been an ad lib or a creative license on what he did with that line. Oh, okay. Because that feels very Dennis Hopper. Yeah, it did. I mean, speaking of, like, we were giving Kenny Reeves a bit of a hard time for being a little bit too Bill and Ted at times. There's times where Dennis Hopper feels like he's just playing, like, your typical Dennis Hopper role. Absolutely. Um, And so um they this is where the, the elevator trips and goes down a bunch this is where we get usually they fall down now outside the mac now here's my question this elevator just like dropped i don't know what 20 floors maybe uh 42 i think it was down to 30 yeah 10 floors shouldn't everybody be dead yeah because it's not lowering at your traditional no, rate it's just it's dropping. dropping so you should have all, like fallen. broken your neck yeah, as yeah. you hit that and then broken your ankles as yeah, you yeah, drop yeah, back yeah. down to the floor. Absolutely.
4: I think the first time the emergency brakes slow it down, but the second time with the crane, I don't this know. This is the second
2: time. Oh, yeah. I well, suppose it kind
4: of gradually goes, doesn't it? Because mm, the crane slips a little bit, and then it slips a little bit more, and then it like falls and jams and something else. That so it kind of goes, should like, have a actually at just a time.
2: like, oh yeah, they'd be dead. Yeah, completely. But we're in a movie, um, <laughs> so the gets there. He rescues the passengers. Um, they're all pretty wanted to be rescued, but one woman won't do it. I just don't understand. And he asked to, oh, because we needed, She's too we, needed, scared we, to needed the, we needed the perfect moment. Yeah,
3: if I'm not being funny. Um, you know, look, when you're put in a situation like that, the first thing you want to do is get out. You, your instinct is to survive, not just stand there.
4: Is that from experience? When, well, when you were trapped in a lift that was <laughs> plummeting to the or ground? Or from
2: when you were masterminding a situation where others were in the lift. And you a... <laughs> 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 all right. All right. I haven't been in that situation. <laughs> I'd probably freeze too. No, but anyway, I don't know. If someone said I can get you out of here. Yes, you please. Would go, wouldn't you? Go. I don't want to be the only person. Like, yeah. hey, I'm not gonna be last to get out of here. Exactly. There's no yeah. way. Yeah. But they're asking the Nick of time, the elevator drops, hits the ground, and we get Jack and Harry, and they're sitting there, and Harry goes, We got lucky, and Jack's like, No. Nah. No, nah, it was early. <laughs> and so at this point, I uh, love your uh Harry's going, Well, well, he's here. He said, no, he could have. No, he's got to be here. Look, think about it. You got to do this, this, and that. He goes, okay. So they go looking for him, and uh, they, they they find him in a freight elevator. And just before they do, Keanu Reeves looks at Harry and goes, "Would the mystery guest please sign in?" <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> it's like get it all out of your system now, because this guy is not this guy when he gets on the bus. No, he doesn't do any of this. No, he doesn't. <sighs> and so, um. The bad guy takes the gun and shoots a bunch of holes in the floor, uh, in the roof, in the roof, <laughs> which is the floor for the two guys standing on top of it. Yeah. Harry falls through. Uh, then the bad guy decides, "I'm going to make the elevator go up, so I'll squash Keanu Reeves against the steel when we come up to it." So Keanu's got to jump in. We mm-hmm. get
0: the only bad bit of audio editing in this entire film, which is what? Uh, it's when Dennis Hopper's is like, "Shit! Shit! Shit!" And you can see him lo- moving around, but it's obviously been ADR in because his mouth is just not moving at so all. By, so by
2: ADR, you mean it's been recorded in post and then put in later?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the only bit I did
2: I did notice before. that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the only bit of audio editing in the entire film that went. Oh,
2: it wins an Oscar well, for that's... audio editing. So. Yeah,
0: I will say <laughs> out of all the out of all the films that we that you guys have covered on this podcast and we've covered on talking the Mickey, this is probably one of the best oh, when it comes it? to like okay. sound design, even with this one problem. So um,
2: it comes down to a face-off between Keanu and uh, Dennis Hopper, which will happen a few times over the course of the film. And uh, he says, "Pop quiz, hotshot." He's been listening to the conversation. Madman with enough, you know, dynamite in his chest to blow a city in half has uh, whatever. What do you do? <laughs> and then he's one. You see, Harry's just going shoot the hostage, <laughs> <laughs> and he says. What, shoot the hostage. <laughs> <laughs> and so, Keanu shoots him in the leg. Yeah. And Hopper looks confused and he goes to leave. And next is where he goes in like super fun, like, ha 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 Like, like he's the Joker all yeah. of a sudden. And he disappears running. And he, he'd love to like, like, scurry and like say, like, like mad stuff on the way out the door. Like,
0: I'm never going to get one. <laughs> and he's, then also, he's walking backwards. Yeah. He's like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> what are you going
2: to do? And then all of a sudden, the door shuts. And I mean, Keanu Reeves just gets hit by this explosion that's enough to like knock him back 20 feet easily a concussion, passes out, and as he's laying there, we start to hear the applause from the next scene, but but we're still visually on this scene. It's called a, a sound bridge, and it links one scene to the next. Yeah. So in case we couldn't figure out, it's what's telling us this event... Led to those medals. (laughs) That's what they're doing there. It's a bit of a less abrupt transition than if we just cut and went there. You could also do it by going out. But the question is, if you went outside with an establishing shot, we don't know what we're establishing to. It's just a ballroom. So without doing like some sort of lazy close up on like tonight, we honor our best and bravest police officers. It's just easier to do this. And so... (laughs) Um, as they're getting their medals, uh, Harry and uh, Jack have a little conversation and Harry goes, you shot me, (laughs) you shot me. And they're giving you a medal, you little prick. (laughs) (laughs) And just goes, Harry, you told me to (laughs) now in my notes I've got, but the reason this scene exists is in order to show that Jack is clever and clever enough to overcome the villain, but Jack doesn't overcome the villain. No. I guess he overcomes the villain because he comes up with the original theory about what would you do. I would shoot the hostage.
0: But it's actually Harry who goes, shoot the hostage.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: So, I don't know. Hmm. Is he clever? I that was kind of the point. Because later on in the film, he's like, well, Harry was the was the guy who was the smart one. He was the, he the brains of operation. That, yeah. yeah, he even says it to Keanu. I think it's more to, to show that the Keanu, he needs him to figure out what to do.
2: I think it's your typical, you know, young lion, old lion thing. And it's like, yeah, you know, something you're, bounce off you're the professional, I just work here. Yeah. And it's not quite that whatever, but we get, you know, one of them's a specialist and the thinker. Keanu's the guy who can run up the stairs faster than you can. Yeah,
3: That's yeah. why he's here. Yeah.
2: He's the brave one. He's a bit creative. Yeah. Um. So, and then, as apparently they're they're airing this police medal ceremony. And there's... Good old, our, our, our villain, Howard Payne. He's clapping. He's missing a thumb. We see this for the first time here. Which I thought was from the explosion earlier. Yeah, no, that's what I it thought
1: was, as
3: well.
2: It, it's back when yeah, he's. I, I, yeah. yeah, you find out later. But, you find out later. But, um, and he's watching football. He's really into his football. Yeah, isn't. he <laughs> He's always got football on. And so he's like speaking back. He's like, way to go, Jack. Way to go. And I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, we we go to the pub. We get a joke that if uh, Keanu had been six inches off, they'd be giving the medal to his wife. Now, uh, as a, as a younger man, I thought this was a joke about because you'd be dead. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. no. It means you'll shoot me in the in the in, in the penis. Is yeah, what yeah, saying yeah. Here. yeah, Oh, oh. <laughs> what was what was your read on it? Was was it that he would? I thought it was dead? just
0: I'd be dead. Yeah, because he sounds really bitter. I, this is why I thought he was gonna end up being a bad guy, because he just sounded like real bitter about being shot by Keanu. I thought that was that whole thing.
4: <laughs> what else do you guys think is six inches from your thigh? No, maybe it would hit like like a
2: main artery or something like that.
4: I mm. think I think when you
2: watch it when you're younger you're a bit more naive too. I, I think so than when you watch it with yeah. you know older, wiser eyes. <laughs> See, I teach in a school, and I'm telling you, like, they, they can twist anything. <laughs> but yet, as a young man, I was like, oh, he died. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, what it means. <laughs> the 90s was different to know. So nice. he goes, and there's a warning here from, from, from Harry to Jack. So at first, Harry's like, we are good. And then Mac goes, no, you got lucky. He goes, yes, we got lucky. And he gives a speech. And he says, me, guts will get you so far, and then they'll get you killed. Mm-hmm. Luck runs out. Yeah, and He says, I'm going to go home and have some sex. <laughs> And Kenny goes, Harry, you're going to go home and you're going to puke. <laughs> and he just goes, well, that'll be fun too. I loved the back and forth of these two. Yeah, I did. Uh, then we, it's the next morning. They're at a coffee shop. Uh, we briefly meet Bob, the bus driver. Can and he very, drive very it? Yes, he can. <laughs> I
4: love how when he gets out of the bus, you see at the bus stop, it says integrity bus lines. Oh, okay. I just thought that was really funny considering what then happens to this poor bus
2: so, Jack forgets his muffin, he has to go back in after having a small moment with the bus driver. And then he, the bus is driving off, and this big diesel engine, like, and Jack just holds his muffin, and has caught him, and goes, See you tomorrow. Like, no louder than I just said it there. And yet, somehow, he thinks the guy in the bus can hear him over the sound of his own engine. I, it's just, even as a kid, I went, This is
4: stupid. Maybe he's lip reading.
2: It's valuable no. life skill. No. Uh, and so no, he won't see him tomorrow as <laughs> it turns no. out, uh, because the bus explodes. I love this shot though. Of what? Of, uh, Keanu. He's, running... he's, he's just sitting there on, putting the coffee and stuff on his Jeep. Yeah. I, like, I quite like how the
3: bus is in motion. It looked like it was properly done. Yeah. Like that. any CGI, it looked like he really was running behind that bus or a stunt man running behind that bus.
2: Yeah. yeah no, and he runs, runs up. Really, no, I think you're, it, yeah. really,
3: it looked like him to me.
2: Keanu Reeves did 90% of a stunts in, oh, in this movie. Brilliant.
3: brilliant, oh, yeah. Uh,
2: I think it was part of the way he worked through um, the bad news he got. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he just sort of threw himself into the role. Because I really love that scene.
3: a whole move in cinematography
2: brilliant. And he runs up and he sees... I this even I remember this the first time I saw it. I went, that's impressive. At like 14, I was going, wow. He goes ahead and he runs up and he sees, um, you know, the, the, the charred body of, mm. of Bob... And he doesn't use words. He just makes these guttural utterances. Mm. Like, you know, just kind of like like moans of mourning.
3: And you can see that he's he's trying to fight off the flames, the, the heat. And he's trying to still go. Like, his brain's telling him you can still help. You can help, get it. You you still can help. get it. And then it hits then him. At one. Yeah, oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. Powerful. It is.
2: And then you just hear the phone. And they bring the phone in. Even yeah. This is probably I mean, your kind of gimmick with the sound editing. They bring the phone in ever so slightly at first. And then it builds. And you get his reaction. And you also get he kind of leaves that behind and he's back into cop mode. Yeah. His emotional whatever is, is is gone. This is what you said during the film, wasn't it? This is what dates the film. Oh, Because today... I, yeah. I have it a bunch of places. How would this work now? Yeah, yeah. Because it wouldn't be a payphone. No. You'd have to... He'd have, he'd have a hold of his... He'd hack into his phone records or something and get his yeah, number. Yeah, get his number, yeah. Which isn't as cool as, you know, if you hear... <laughs> I don't know why he's got an... an Nokia, as you would say in this country, <laughs> or Nokia, as you would say in the States, in his pocket, in my idea. I, I forget what the Apple sound is. So. <laughs> and he goes, Oh, uh, and that's where we find out that, you know, he finds out that Howard Payne is still alive. Uh, See, I
3: don't get this. Okay. He just made out that he's dead. He's just tried to kill these people. And he gives off this air of, you know, I'm going to die with you because I'm going to set this bomb off around you at the time. Like, yeah. you don't care about life? Yeah, it's a weird one. But then he's like, I want the money. It's all about the money. Money, well, money, money. He money.
2: said it's been two years to set up that last, that last thing. Do you not think I would have an exit plan? Or yeah, something but psychologically,
3: like you'd go, well, you want... I don't get it. You'd you, you just say to yourself... He regroups
2: really quickly. Y- yeah. Yeah. It just seems weird. Uh, and this is where we find out there's a bomb... Under the, now, uh, something that always bugged me about this film is Hopper's got the phone... In his good hand. I think it must be his left hand. Right? He, has to keep crossing. he keeps holding the left hand to his right ear. Yeah. Why can't Hopper hold the left hand to his left ear? Because they want you to understand he's...
3: It seems, he's it seems dis- like a really weird choice. I think, they, I think they want you to understand he's disabled by his hand still. To give
2: you that hint, I yeah,
3: guess, but... Yeah.
4: If you hold it across your body, you can then kind of... Hook it in between your shoulder and your neck more easily but, if you okay. need to let go. But to when time. I pick up my phone,
2: I hold it, yeah, I do. yeah, dominant hand to that same side of my body's ear. Yeah, I don't hold it across because, in case I just want to <laughs> <No. laughs> maybe, maybe if this ear gets tired, I might switch. Yeah, and even if I couldn't switch hands, I could at least do a little bit and then come back to my dominant. I just didn't get it. Yeah, it seemed awkward. It seemed it did seem awkward. Yeah. Uh, and then we find out, pop quiz, hot shot. I, I just love that quote. Um, there's a bomb that goes less than 50 miles an hour. Once, once it it's 50 miles an hour, the bomb is armed. If it goes below 50 after that, yeah, bus explodes. Yeah. There are rules, and apparently the rules just one rule: no one gets off the bus. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and he says you've got until 11 a.m. Yeah, which was a big floor in this. It one. is 8:05 a.m., so he's got two hours and 55 minutes. And we know it's not 11 p.m. because he goes. I can't raise that kind of money in t- I'm kind of going into, like, Batman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keanu should be Batman. I can't raise that kind of money in time. <laughs> and so we find out the bus is 2525. 25, do mean?
4: It was kind of nice of him. It Sorry. was kind of nice of him to uh, give a warning that it would only be armed when it went over 50, wasn't it? He could have just waited. He's trying to establish the rules, though, isn't
3: he? He wants him to... Otherwise, where's the fun in it?
1: you just it, blowing up it, a bus it, It's it?
2: the psychological game It's kind of what Keanu says yeah. later It's yeah. a game The bomb blows up Bomb blows up The bomb goes off He, he says um, He says what bus is it Yeah And he goes You think I'm going to tell you Yeah he goes, And he goes yeah Yeah <laughs> Um, and so, the and then we get opening shot of this bus, and the first shot is from behind. This is Money Isn't Everything. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> perfect. Very perfect. And then the bus is a character in this film, I think. I think so. It's it's more of a setting, it is a character. Because I watched this film for years, and I still remember that it was 25 25. Yep. Uh, 14 buses were used in this film. Whoa. Yeah. Oh. Uh, two of them were blown up. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> uh, one was used for the high speed scenes. One had the front cut off for the interior shots, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one was used solely for the underneath the bus shots, and another bus was used for the bus jump scene. Yeah. So, uh, And I could see that be pretty knackered. In the times <laughs> that the bus was actually moving and you had to get interior shots of a bus moving in reality to actual traffic, the driver is often on top of the bus. Yes.
3: yeah, yeah, I knew this. So they
2: rigged up like a steering wheel to the roof. They do it to cars as well, don't they, when they're driving cars. Do they? Yeah, Yeah, they, do yeah, they have the stunt driver on top of the roof. Yeah.
1: That's cool.
2: And then enter Annie, who is running to get on this bus, which was a great bit of dramatic irony, because we yeah. know more than she does. We know there's a bomb on this bus. None of the characters know it's a bomb on the bus. Bus. So when she runs and they stop for her, we're like, oh, no. And she's like, uh, she says, you, she says of Sam, the driver, you are a good, kind man. One day people will write songs about you. And she's thanking him so much to get on this death bus. <laughs> but the thing that gets me again on this, which I didn't notice before and when I've seen it before, is she
3: says about a car. She says, oh, I wish I was driving my car. And yeah, blah, blah, blah. I missed my car. So, but if she missed her
2: car, why would she be getting a bus? Because she had her license taken away for speeding. But How long ago? Uh, we just know it's it's current. She doesn't have a license at this oh, time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because uh, then
3: she's already s- established, like, friends with these people on the bus.
2: It seems like it's part of her routine, yeah. yeah. So for the character of Annie, uh, they originally wrote the character as African-American and as a paramedic to justify how she'd be able to handle driving a speeding bus through traffic. I think it works better if she's just like the 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 every woman. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Who's just, you know, due to freak circumstance has to drive this bus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh and they really wanted Halle Berry for this part. Oh, okay. But she- I
0: said, I wrote in my notes, <laughs> I get a Halle Berry vibe from 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 this character. She has the Halle Berry catwoman film hair.
2: Sorry, Ethan, I didn't get anything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> You got um, a vibe from her hair. It had a, it had a Halle Berry feel to her hair.
0: Yes, her hair looks exactly maybe, like Halle Berry's did in the nineties and 2000s Maybe there
2: was an energy Actually, you know what? I know the bowl kind of cut thing you're talking about. She yeah. had a few things Funnily enough, before it went quite short. Quite I like the 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 same it short and top. In the 1990s. Uh, you know what? We can make fun of Ethan all we want, and don't be wrong. I think we should. <laughs> yes, but-, <laughs> <laughs> but not on this because you're right. Yeah. so however you got there a broken clock is right twice a day and, and you, yeah. you got this
0: Yeah, can like looks like halle berry i know it's not but i just get halle berry from this that's fantastic <laughs>
2: it is uh later the character had been changed to a driver's education teacher and they made the character more of a comic relief to jack and they had ellen degeneres in what? the press right now <laughs> ellen degeneres in mind for the part Nah. Maybe she'd smile when the cameras were on, her, and then uh... <laughs> that wouldn't have worked. No way. <laughs> no, I don't think it would have been. No. I don't think it would have been. A... And she's not really eye candy enough. Well, the idea was that it was never going to be a, a romantic thing. Oh, and if okay. you ever saw like Mister Wrong, which is a terrible film no, with Bill it. Pullman and her in it, she's just not that kind of a okay actress. She's 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 much better. We all thought in the role she's in now <laughs> than um than as a feature film star. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually uh, Annie becomes this Jack sidekick and later his love interest, which leads to the cash of Sandra Bullock. She came to read for speed, uh, and acted opposite Ken Reeves to make sure there was the right chemistry. And she recalls they had to do all these really physical scenes together, like rolling around on the floor and stuff. (laughs) It's hard to be an actor or an actress, isn't it? I know, right? (laughs) Uh, And so also at this time, I mean, there's a a whole cast, there's a motley crew of characters in this bus, but if there's one I really want to draw attention to besides Annie, it is Doug Stevens played by... Alan oh, Ruck. Yeah. Alan Rock, he of... What was his name in Ferris Bueller? Um, oh. It's like Carter... Uh, c- 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 oh, I forget. Oh, me too. Ellie, are you looking it up? Yeah. Okay. Cameron. Cameron, Cameron, thank you. Well done. No.
4: What do you mean, no? I'm not looking up. Oh, you're not looking up? <laughs> <laughs> Just make something up. Cyril. His name is
2: Cyril. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> and so Alan Rock comes over, and this is another Joss Whedon thing, because originally this character was supposed to be a lawyer... And he was supposed to be a jerk, and he was supposed to die
3: unexpectedly
2: near the end. And instead, they said, what if we just made him a tourist, a guy who's so far over his head. It's his, like, first trip to the big city, and this happens to you. (laughs) You
3: kind of see the playfulness in him when it all kicks off. Yeah. And in the... The positivity, and then you see it decline. Well,
2: everybody else is such a cold city person; like they don't make any eye contact. They're all just going around their regular day. And this one, he's on his adventure, and so he wants to talk about it to people. He's come to LA by himself, obviously, and he starts talking to Annie, who seems friendly enough, I'm sure, because she's smiling and joking around with Sam, the driver, and yada yada yada. Says, "Oh, it's my first time. It's one busy place." And within seconds, she's like, "I found gum on my seat." (laughs) <laughs> gum which my sister and I used to always make fun of that because it was, the, it was just the worst line delivery ever and we yeah. used to go hey, gum on my seat gum that's an ad lib oh was it they no. said they said use something about gum to kind of get out of there and she just kind of went with like, gum and then she was gum
4: but, <laughs> that's <enough>. gum gum. <laughs> so you say it's bad line delivery but surely she's playing awkward so it should be bad line delivery it's just so I really liked this bit
2: oh really I, I, I thought it was really funny I didn't care
0: but that's okay I don't uh, know if I'm a jaded person or not. I found him so annoying. Now, Ethan, I'm
2: hoping you will recognize the character she goes and sits next to after this. She goes and sits next to this woman who's all like, I uh, I get so afraid on the freeway these days. Da-da-da-da-da. She was Dwight's babysitter on The Office.
0: Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there going, this is Dwight's babysitter. So I was glad you were on the panel Because I'm like, Ethan will know this
0: <laughs> Oh my god, um, yeah, I see it now She's
2: also the evil woman Who runs the beauty pageant In Little Miss Sunshine I that. Oh, no? I've never seen that either. Oh, no, that's great um, So, then Jack Decides he needs to get on the bus And Jack pursues the bus And he's driving what looks an awful lot Like a white Ford Bronco <laughs> yes. In 1994 now, yeah. This film comes out about two weeks Before the O.J. Simpson case not oh case my 2 weeks before the chase the chase and, yeah. not- and that's very <laughs> reminiscent not, not 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 the game show here but chase, no, yeah. the chase but the oj simpson chase and it's very reminiscent it's this white ford bronco looking vehicle weaving through a long interstate shot from above yeah. it, it looked very similar so the timing was just uncanny very uh, and so then he gets off the bus he's trying to get attention of the driver who's like you're crazy i'm not i'm not listening to you and he gets out of the car and he starts running beside it. Yeah. And he like elbows the window, smashes the window. and the window smashes. That was not supposed to happen. Oh, really? And oh. they kept that shot in. That's good. I like that. And because especially because they were shooting it from inside of the bus, when yeah. it cracks, you see it like from the driver's perspective. You see it crack. I'm like, that's a nice touch. Probably played hell for continuity for the rest of the film. Yeah. I didn't think to look mm-hmm. back and no, see if I there didn't. was if, if there was broken. <laughs> I think they kept the door open most of the rest of the film. Yeah. But still. Um, and so he commandeers a uh, vehicle from... Jaguar, I think. Was it a Jaguar? Yeah, Okay. So. Yeah,
0: in the credits, he's called Jaguar Man. Jaguar,
2: Jaguar. Man. <laughs> but he's,
0: he's the Toon Man. Toon to Man, me. that was it. Oh. It was Toon Man from his license plate <laughs> set.
2: And Toon Man says, if you scratch this puppy, me and you, are, we're, we're going to have words.
0: <laughs> and at
2: this point, Liam, you say to me, why doesn't he just shoot the tires? Yeah. Because if it doesn't happen until it goes to 50... Why don't you shoot the tires so it can never get to 50? Yeah.
0: Oh, my God.
2: And I have at the end, one of my notes I was going to talk about was Janet Maslin of the New York Times wrote in her review that Jack could have simply shot the bus tires before <laughs> it reached 50 miles an Sing. hour. This is your Halle Berry moment. <laughs> Berry moment. And armed the bomb. <laughs> Yost said he didn't think of that when he wrote the script. And if he had, he would have had the Jaguar driver hit Jack before he had a chance to shoot the tires, not realizing he was a cop. Because ah, you have to stop that from happening. Yeah. But it's it's a great question Why don't you do it? Um, it just seemed logical <laughs> And so This is a great line uh, As Jack's like Weaving out of traffic In this in this little black black Jaguar And um, Toon man's Trying to like get over At first he's going like 45 And he's like Crazy Whoa yeah. Slow down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But then as he weeps in that, He goes You're a good driver
3: That's because he changed his tune <laughs> Oh man <laughs>
2: <laughs> And so Meanwhile, Ortiz, the guy in the, the Hispanic man with the construction hat. Yeah. Just goes, looks at, there's a shot as, as the, as the Jaguar like kind of passes the bus on the one side. He looks after him and goes, man sure has a hard on for this bus. <laughs> and I remember that from the nineties to today. I That's, knew there's a bunch of lines I knew, yeah. but this is one of them. And so, um, he goes, Kane Reeves goes, I'm going to get on that bus. And two Man's like, yeah, yeah, you get on the bus. And he has that great question, are you insured? <laughs> yeah, why? And he just hits the brakes and the bus like chops his door off. But it doesn't cause the car to spin around. Nice. It's just a clean break. Clean break. Jeez. A point break, if you will. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it broke on that point. Um and then he goes, You need to go ahead and uh and catch me get me close there he goes do you mind if i borrow your phone and two minutes like take the phone <laughs> it's all over at this point yeah and so he gets him close enough and keanu reeves jumps and lands on the bus now i don't say jack traven did i say keanu reeves did because he did that stunt himself wow oh he did not tell the director he would be doing it <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so when he jumps, Jan DeBont's looks... going nuts. Like, what? Because he did it in secret behind the scenes. He practiced oh, without okay. anybody, know, without Jan DeBont knowing. It did look a bit awkward. So I guess they thought that they were just going to go ahead, drive up, and go, okay, we're done. Bring yeah. in the stunt guy, yeah, shoot yeah. it again. And nope, he went ahead and did it. And Get did old. it. One take.
3: Brilliant. See? Before Tom Cruise became Tom Cruise, the
2: stunt man. Good on Yeah, good on Keanu. Keanu. Canada. Yeah. Toughness we get
0: Canada, it
2: done. One of my
0: favorite moments happens in this scene though, like just a bit before when they're trying to roll down the window just screaming to Sam, like, There's a bomb on it. He's like, Tell the guy, and he says to Toon Man, tell him, and he's like, There's a bomb, there's a bomb <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
2: And so um He gets on the bus. This is I mean, they had a piece of paper that says Bomb on Bus. They explain, keep it above fifty. Gets on the bus. He's given instructions to the driver. Well, then we have Miguel, who thinks that he's there because he did some sort of crime in his past. And he not know what the don't know what it was. is.
3: No.
2: Do you think he gets away? Do you think they just let him go at the end? Yeah, like because... he shoots Sam. Like, yeah, I know.
3: Like he shoots someone. So right? why'd they uncuff him?
2: Well, they uncuff him because they're gonna go For over the
4: job safety. Jump. Mm.
2: And they could have cuffed him afterwards, but at mm, that point, mm, yeah. I'd be curious to see. Kind of that's just, that's the sequel I want to see. The the, the, yeah. the, the, court, the courtroom <laughs> drama. <laughs> Um, a few good men, we, too. <laughs> we can see all the characters reprise their role from, from, from the <laughs> yeah. witness stand. And so Sam is shot. In an earlier scene, though, Sam doesn't get shot. Sam has a heart attack. Uh, so uh, Annie's to take over. Keanu Reeves explains to sort of, her, You slow down, this bus will explode, which is how everybody else in the bus finds out as well. Yeah. Uh, I, I Academy is big. I'm going to slow down gradually. I'd be like, No, I'm hitting the brakes. Like, you wouldn't have time for this conversation. But movie's got a movie. Movie's <laughs> got a movie. Um, And you find out that she had her driver's license revoked for speeding. Ready for this, Sandra Bullock, in training for this movie, learned how to drive a bus and passed her test. Fantastic. First time. Brilliant. That's excellent. First time. time. Good girl. So, um, and then comes our next big set piece, I think, which is the passenger relay. So they tear up a little floorboard. They get on the phone with Harry. Passes the phone from Harry to... Um, Alan's character. Alan. Yeah, Alan Ruck's character, whose name was Doug. Doug. Yeah. Doug gives it to Doug and says, I need you to relay everything I say. <laughs> I love your voice. <laughs> and he goes, all right. And so he goes, all right, there's a wad. It's pretty big. And Doug <laughs> goes, there's a pretty big wad. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, oh, it's just a decoy. And then he goes, can just looks and goes, oh. Fuck me (laughs) And Doug goes Oh darn (laughs) It takes a beat To figure out How he's Like am I really Going to swear I know I'm in the big city Mom But no I can't do it Not yet Not yet and so I'm thinking, how different is this scene today? If you don't have to explain it, you can just take a camera phone and go, click, I'm sending you a picture of the bomb. Yeah, yeah. Like there are, even though it's got a timeless feel in the sense it doesn't feel 25 years old, the technology would mean the plot would have to be different today. It would, yeah, definitely. Or you just said in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. And there's a gold watch and there's a bit of a hint because we heard the gold watch reference earlier from Harry. Yeah. You say, work for 30 years, you can get a crappy gold watch. Um, they go off the freeway. Just, I'm not really so, so bothered about this, except for we have a shot of Ho- of uh, Howard, and he's watching the, the news coverage from the Choppers, and he's also watching, as he drinks a Coke, he's watching a football game, and going, yeah, yeah, get him, and he gets tackled, and I'm going, it is like 9.05 a.m., what yeah. football game are you watching, Yeah, and this is something that we noticed at Parts. Like the sun was going up and down in this movie yeah. in all sorts of strange yeah, places. Sunset at the coming. airport. <laughs> it's like it's clearly like five p.m. at the airport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The sun is going down, but it's supposed to be like ten thirty. Yeah, in the morning. It's insane. It's crazy. And um Annie just has one kind of character thing when she's driving, which is just repeat everything you say like three times. Yeah. Like, stay out of my way. Stay out of my way. Why aren't you in school? Why aren't you in school? <laughs> And we said this about Apollo 13, but I think it applies to this movie as well. How much of this film is just watching gauges? <laughs> we're watching the speed, yeah. and then we're watching the petrol, yeah, yeah. and then we're watching the train speed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, some, we got five more minutes. We got to fill. Ah, just shoot the gauges. And we watch some the, more. Lift, the lift numbers. The lift change numbers as change. Well. <laughs> it's just like just watching characters watch gauges. <laughs> um. That kept me engaged, and as she, oh, as, you know, when she drives, she's going like, "Here we go, here we go," and I'm like, "Annie drives a bus, like I ride a roller coaster." <laughs> when I ride a roller coaster. Yeah. I narrate everything that happens. And we're going around, and we're going down, and we're loop the loop. Oh, we're not done yet. Okay. <laughs> this is Annie, as she drives, so I get, I get the idea of like stress narration. I do the exact same thing.
3: Well, that's kind of you. You would be stressed, but. Um, excited at the same time, wouldn't you? You'd be, like, overwhelmed
2: yeah. by everything, wouldn't you?
3: Adrenaline
4: rush. Oh,
2: yeah. Now time for an next piece. They get the driver off the bus after negotiating somewhat. We never found out what happened to him, though, did we? I think we have to assume he made it. Yeah. yeah. Um, are they going to... This one says, are, are they going to help us? And Doug goes, Sure they are. They're the police. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it hasn't aged that well. Uh <laughs> no. And he goes... If we die, they have to take a pay cut. <laughs> but we get a phone call from Howard Payne, and he tells us to tell tell the Wildcat behind the wheel not to slow down. And then this is something I think Mac has to wear. Helen dies. Because he made it clear, no one's allowed off the bus. And as soon as they get the bus driver, they see Helen, who's like freaking out. No one is paying attention to, for some reason, on the bus. Yeah. Annie's not looking at first. Jack's not looking at first. No one And then and was like Come on, come on We'll get you off the bus Including Mac But he'd already just discussed this With Keanu Yes, like moments before no one. the can... driver gets yeah. off Yeah And then she dies And she falls underneath the Kind of wheel Because he sets a yeah, bomb off yeah. It takes out the floor panel Right as you get on the bus Yeah She falls down Gets run over the tires And dies At which point Keanu looks down He looks up really angry And then he goes We gotta get those choppers Out of here And I'm like no, Mac, you got to stop, like, not listen to what I say to you. <laughs> yeah. We made it clear. No one gets off the bus. Yeah. Don't play, go blame him in the helicopters. No. And meanwhile, he's all like laughing, like, oh, man, we'll do what we can. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I, I think if Mac was on the bus, he'd be seeing this a lot differently. A lot, <laughs> lot different. A lot different. Then um, there's a phone call again from Howard where he says, and my sister actually messaged me this quote. Interactive TV, Jack, wave of the future. (laughs) And then people start fighting, because it's real. Someone's died. Yeah. And uh, Gigantor Ortiz is ready to fight Doug. Yes. Because Doug's annoying. Someone's on everybody's nerves. Because he said, I'm married. In which case, there's this young, hot-headed guy as well. Um, 20-something, had a little ratty mustache on. Yeah. And he's like, what? So because I'm not married and you are, it means I'm expendable? He goes, no, I just get some minor... Well, no, to be fair, Ortiz, said, that's kind of what you're implying. because." Yeah. But you've got responsibilities. And I understand that too. But the idea that one person's life is worth more than anybody else's on this bus is is, is, is problematic. Yeah. And as they're fighting, Jack just comes over and like puts a hand on their shoulder. And, and it's like calm. he's got like Jesus
0: powers. They <laughs> yeah. all just calm down. Calm down. We're all cool dudes, bro. It's and, all okay. And then we find out the sun's a,
3: coming down. We'll go surfing, dude.
2: Until everything's okay and chill, and you know, fifty-year storm. Until <laughs> it's not a fifty-year storm. It's a fifty-foot gap. Oh, yes, in the road. Now, uh, in actuality, the gap didn't actually really exist. I mean, duh. It was it was put in sort of CGI, which I thought was nuts for '94 to yeah. have some CGI.
0: Wait, that's CG?
2: That's CGI, yeah. But it was oh based God. on the fact that there was actually a missing piece of road in the interstate that they're talking about. Oh, okay. And they saw that. And Yand- it wasn't the original screenplay. And Yandibont went, what if we like put like a jump in this? And so they kind of ran with that. Um, they tried it twice, um, mm. as Yandabont said on the DVD commentary, uh, to make it lighter and make the jump. They removed everything they could from the inside. And on the first try, a stunt driver missed the ramp and crashed the bus. <laughs> uh, it says in the notes here, making it unusable. Oh, okay. Thank you for that extra little bit of information. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a second bus was prepared, and two days later, they tried a second attempt. And it was successful, but not as successful as intended. Because he was told the bus would only go about 20 feet. The director placed one of the multiple cameras about 50 feet away where it could catch the bus landing and all would be good. Well, wouldn't you know that it landed like, oh, it landed like 50 feet away and landed on top of the camera and crushed <laughs> no! it. And thankfully, they had a second camera about 90 feet away and it captured it. So we still do get, was that's how we got the shot that we got. Wow. Now, in order to do this shot, the driver's not on the roof on this one, no. but he's sort of suspended, suspended yeah. in like this, like kind of like the microphone is, and like this like anti-shock things that when you land, it doesn't it, break your back. It doesn't break it yeah. just, spinal cord injuries. Exa- yeah, and yeah. back in the day when they used to do these things, stuntmen would eventually get spinal damage. Yeah, so they, they they took care of that and made sure that was all right. Now the TV show MythBusters tried to recreate this as much as they could. In there was no safe way that this could ever actually take place. Wow! Even if they counted for ramps and whatever, yeah. like there's no way anybody survived. This jump and the drivetrain of the bus would be gone the minute it landed. So it's not <laughs> and the last part is a speedometer measures how quickly the wheels are moving, not how quick it's not like there's some yeah. GPS or sat-nav in this. It just measures the rotation of the tires versus yeah. the gear you're supposed to be in. So the minute that you jump, the wheel stops spinning because there's no road to propel them forward. It's not yeah. like so as a result, your speedometer would have gone below fifty and the bus would have exploded in the air anyway.
4: But they did start yeah. at seventy.
2: Yeah, but still the, the t- tires would not move.
3: Unless it's rear wheel drive and the axle's driving it.
2: But the measurements are from the front, not from the back. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so actually the bus yeah, would yeah, explode yeah. in the midair. Yeah. That'd been spectacular. That would have been a great <laughs> end of the movie. <laughs> Boom. And it just it just it just ends with like Harry explaining to everybody <laughs> what's gone wrong. <laughs> oh,
3: he should have known that, uh... <laughs> There's an explosion and Jack just comes out of the door.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and lens. Um, so. So Annie has a slight cut on her head. Mm. And I'm thinking a pretty severe concussion. But that cut looks awful. And yeah, it does. It's, it's like someone's just got a crayon and just. And Jack has to tell. <laughs> dug but they've made it because everybody put their head down it was a nice kind of unifying moment and if you're dug your head was all the way down but if you're that kind of hot-headed 20 year old he puts it down but he can't help but look <laughs> over his eyes <laughs> oh, that's great and so jack has an idea we should go to the airport because i can just go ahead and just circle the airport forever and as they go into the airport and they have to go over like a, a, a security feature with like a, like what do you, what do you call it? spikes teeth in the road yeah, yeah. and it sort of chews up the tires but as they go through, Doug looks around and goes, oh, it's the airport. Yeah he asks, well, I've already been to the airport. <laughs> I've already <laughs> seen it. Which was great. Um, and then we get another phone call from um, Howard, and we find out that he just wants money. Yeah. He said, what else do you want? Said, I wish it was a loftier goal. It's just the money. Yeah. $3.7 million is my retirement plan. It
3: just seems weird. All that for just money.
0: If um, this came out now, he'd have like more of a reason. Like, I need this money for this, not just. That. I, I thought sick, it was more. I, of, a, I it's thought, a,
3: thought it was more the fact that you know it, he'd put his life into his work, and then they just treat him like rubbish. And...
2: See, I, I, because he loses his hand and then he gets a pink slip. So what does he lose? He loses his income. Yeah, he's on disability. But he loses his regular income. Yeah, and he gets a crappy gold watch, and that's all he gets. And he's like, no, it's about the fact that I worked hard, and this income do me. We sort of see it mirrored in that conversation between Jack and Harry at the start. 30 years, you get a tiny pension and a fake gold watch. So doing good only works so long until you actually have to carry inconvenience for the rest of your life. Yeah. And then you get kicked to the curb in this regard. So he's not taking care of of all the things that he saved. How many were... You know, it's that James Bond, Alex Trevelyan speech from GoldenEye. How many times did we save the world only we go home and tell you told, sorry, boys, the rules have changed. Yeah. It's that idea. You know, he, he put his life on the line and then when he going to be there for him, they weren't. So he's going to take it then. How by maybe balancing the scales back out through all the good he did. Well, oh, <laughs> as I hit my mic, uh, through, through all the good he did, sort of put that back there and, and level it out and, and, and get paid. Yeah. I like that it's just money I do, do you? I can relate to that Not that I'm going to go ahead and do anything <laughs> But as far as I was, it was like Oh, because I was uh, I have something against the LAPD On a fundamental No, forget that Forget I want money It's what it is mm-hmm. you, you pay okay, me I okay. stopped doing this Yeah, uh, but I don't think he would though Would he? What do you think, Ethan? Well said uh, <laughs>
3: yeah, I,
0: mean, I don't know I, just, I do not know I Halle think... Berry
2: vibes on this one as well Or
0: yeah, well, everything's or,
2: Halle Berry vibes. What, no, I, what, would, what would Halle Berry do in
0: that situation? <laughs> Halle Berry would play basketball with really awful cuts like in Catwoman.
2: Okay, I've never seen it, so Neither. I'll take
0: you, it. Oh, it's one of those, if we ever do a worst film ever, it's it's one of those <laughs> ones.
2: <laughs> I'm dying to jump on that. Okay, Ellie, <laughs> uh, any
4: thoughts on... I don't have a problem with the fact that it's money-motivated. Yeah. Um, I think he is definitely a little bit crazy as well, so... That's
2: it. I don't think he'd stop. As Appa told us, money, money, money. It's a rich man's world. Mm. <laughs> so, um, so then he gets the idea. I need to dismantle the bomb. So he gets off the bus. But before he does, he has like this. Like everybody has to ask him one question on the way out. And uh, someone says, "You're just going to leave us here?" And Ortiz, to his credit, goes, well, "I would." Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Annie goes, "Don't forget about us." And there was a lot of flirting in this a movie. Lot. I, I'm all about like You know um, Sort of coping mechanisms But Man these two Were just like Making eyes at each other Most of the movie Except for he about he five minutes When Helen immediately. dies Pardon
0: me He turns it on Almost immediately yeah. She's like Oh I'm driving this bus We're gonna explode Hey I'm Annie You can call me <laughs> Annie Not ma'am It's all okay You won't like,
2: You won't believe this I lost my license for Teehee Speeding <laughs> <laughs> Roll credits <laughs> <laughs> It's a rom-com. <laughs> it's a rom- <laughs> There's elements, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and so Jack decides he needs to dismantle the bomb. Mac gives him a really good speech and says, Don't get dead. And then proceeds to laugh and smile as he goes underneath the bus, because what mac does. Uh, on this special cart rig kind of thing.
3: Yeah, specially made for this film.
2: <laughs> not not used for anything else. <laughs> someone tells her to uh, as as he goes down, it's brilliant. So he gets on his back. And he gets sort of wheeled towards the bus. We get a point of view shot from what Jack's supposed to be looking at. And he looks up at the bus, and the bus looks massive like it is an enemy, a foreboding monster. And it also looks like he's not gonna get under it. Oh, yeah. Like, you're like, how are you? Clear? That's yeah. how he's just kind of like, yeah, I can get. Like, Did anybody ever bother like measure the space no. <laughs> behind <laughs> yeah. on that front bumper? Because I'm like, that's a what? big chance you're taking. Like, yeah, you've been underneath the main part, but there might be a bumper that you're gonna get trapped underneath there, man. Yeah. When
4: it was the point of view shot, it looked like he had no space whatsoever, and then when it zoomed out, it looked like he had like a yeah, good couple it of feet above. Yeah. Him. Oh, I
2: was say, don't tell me it's, a, it's not like it's like you know, a penthouse or something yeah. like. <laughs> it. It's not the TARDIS; it's bigger on the inside. Of uh, yeah. But um, he gets down there, and someone tells she's like, oh crush him and someone says have faith sister and then she drops like i <laughs> oh, do you like that little um
3: ex- exchange of like eye contact from oh. her point of view looking down at him as he he's goes trying to
2: reassure it. her but she looks terrified and she's gonna feel guilty if she's we saw her reaction when we didn't talk about it but when she thinks she's hit the baby and it's just cans <laughs> yeah and the idea about it wouldn't have been her fault but the responsibility that she would feel now she didn't mind hitting like a thousand cars and god knows what happened to any of those people uh, yeah true but 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 that would be The thing, and so I can only imagine what it would be like too if you're driving a vehicle and and that sort of a thing happens. Of course, um, and there's tire debris at the worst time, and he's getting some instructions via the phone. It must be really hard to do this just through audio.
3: And not only that, he says, I have a couple of minutes if I can't figure out in a couple of minutes. Now, he's circling, aren't he? So if he's been Pulled along how can he go round i don't know bus? how long
2: these these runways are i have no clue
4: she definitely turns the bus around a corner she? at one oh, does point, she yeah. yeah so they're definitely mm. not just going straight yeah he'd just be seems dead
3: weird. yeah he would really
2: <laughs> be dead don't think about this too hard <laughs> they didn't <laughs> this is <laughs> and, a
3: diehard movie how yes. die hard
2: <laughs> so then he goes ahead and he's like well go ahead and cut open the wire he cuts open the wire and he says attach that to the lead battery he goes I can't, or it'll fire. And he goes, oh, it's collapsible circuit." Now, I don't know what any of this means because Me he just basically <laughs> went, "Can't do it." Do we want to explain it? No, we'll just have Harry go, "Ah, oh, it's this," yeah. <laughs> and use some terminology. Like I'll go, "Collapsible circuits." What you gonna do?
4: Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just saw a bunch
2: of, of boy a- into that. I just saw a bunch of double A batteries. Yeah, and I have no idea.
4: I think it's just the idea that if you bypass the current, then it will Trigger the
2: bomb Yeah but there's I don't know how he saw Something that changes That so If he went Now remember For six batteries That means Oh there's six Oh damn <laughs> Like maybe the audience Need to be educated A little bit more As opposed Because we were invested In this idea And we're like well, It's not going to work Why? Because Yeah and so um, tire debris hits again. And then why are the cops not doing more to help once the cable breaks free and he's hanging from the undercarriage? Yeah. Like, everything's like the people on the bus running back and forth. we can get one shot of Mac looking concerned. Yeah, no. so, no, he'd just be laughing. Exactly. <laughs> he would be, yeah. So he's got the oh, screwdriver. Classic Jack, look at him. He's got the screwdriver, and he's like, like, put it into the petrol tank. Gas tank for our American listeners, yeah, and it's dripping on him, and he's holding himself, and so uh, Ortiz—no way he'd be able to hold himself. No way. No. Ortiz takes up a different floor panel after they get him his tools. Yeah. At which point, like, anytime said, so- anyone said something, Annie was the only one who could hear, despite the fact she was on the other end of the bus, and yeah. driving. Yeah. But she'd be like, "Give me my tools." So she'd be like, "Get him his tools! Get him his tools!" It's like everyone. We have to wait till Annie says it. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Twice. <laughs> so in Die Hard three, we've got Simon Says, and in it's Annie Says. It's Annie says. Yeah, very good. And
2: so, um and then I don't know what it is, but Ortiz catches Annie because he goes, "I see him, I see him." Yeah, yeah. And then he's all right. He's all right. Well, it's he's like, not all right until he's in. Just save them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he grabs him. They bring him in. And as they bring him in, we have a cut. We're inside the bus, but we're looking at Mac alongside now. And he just goes, how many lives do you got, man? And he's laughing telling, like, I'm the guy in the circle. Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, dude.
4: show a little concern, yeah. <laughs> dude. M- Meanwhile, Annie just goes, you're a complete jerk. You know that? Yes, and. It's like, she's, she's more with but it. But Ortiz
2: says. You're not too bright, man. But you've got big round hairy cojones. (laughs) Which you can imagine what a cojones is, I'm sure. And he just goes, That's very gross, Ortiz. And I'm like, dude, you are like a twenty-five-year-old man. Someone just basically said you got big balls. Like, oh, it's disgusting. (laughs) Ew. This is for a PG audience. (laughs) Right, I am TV. an FBI, FBI agent. agent. <laughs> I know, it's wild, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we still so have to do point break. We have got <laughs> to <do> point break. <laughs> um, and then, um, so we find out he's dripping from, with, with petrol, and they go, okay. Nothing more said about that after that. Well, it's just it's just the setup for the idea that the the fuel's running out. You know, oh, okay. thoughts of that. But then he goes, "Come on, Harry, save my life!" And thankfully, we have a cut now to what Harry's doing. And they're <laughs> pulling up at this house where we believe Howard Payne lives because it discovered who he is. And that again, Lance at The sun is setting at eleven a.m. <laughs> Beautiful shot, though. <laughs> they all screech in. They go into this house which looked a lot like the drug house in um Point Break. The yes. one with this big yeah, fight yeah. scene. It yeah. looked just like it. I thought. And they, Do you think I like this hair, man? <laughs> and so they go ahead and they, and they pull into there, and um, everybody's been really, really quiet the whole way through. And Harry's leading the charge because his injury is not going to slow him down. No. And then he walks up to the fireplace, and behind this, I don't know what it was, this piece of art, for lack of a better word, it was a fan, something, it was something. Yeah. There's this little uh, cream colored box, and then a red light and it goes, and a look on his face of just defeat. He knows what it is, he knows he's been beaten, and the house blows up. Yeah. They actually blew up someone's house. Whoa. Because they didn't have the money. Did it, they know? It was cheaper, yeah, yeah. It was cheaper <laughs> for them. I don't know how, but it was cheaper for them to pay the family five grand and pay to rebuild the house than it was for them to CGI it or build a model for it instead. Wow. Yeah. So it seems like a lot of this was just kind of like in the moment, yeah, do it.
0: Oh my That's God. like at least 260
2: grand. Well, uh, 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 in today's income, yeah, I don't know what it would have been then, but yeah, it was. Uh... But imagine being told, "Remember that house you rented to us? Yeah, we'd like to blow it up." <laughs> <laughs> you, you what? Now? We'll give you five grand. Can I get my stuff out first? <laughs> also, like, I'm assuming they also put it up in like a hotel during or this something. time because yeah. that five grand's gonna run out pretty quickly. Yeah. So, um, like I said, originally, Welcome this, to one baby. of the plans <laughs> was supposed to be that uh harry was not be the villain but it would not work no i'm glad uh, it wasn't when Dennis hopper was cast as howard payne it was recognized that uh he works better as a villain yeah uh and they paid a couple five grand to let them blow it up there's a phone call and keanu reeves is just like so happy he's like give me good news man it's like oh i'm sorry harry couldn't make it yeah and this is where he reveals himself as howard payne and we see, he calls Annie a wildcat again, says that Harry was the brain of the operation. We see his lair of his craziness, including a mannequin. Yes. With his uniform, which at least that would come back. But yeah, yeah. It seemed weird to have it on a mannequin. And a
3: TV. Um, Do you think I was to um, show the eccentricity of maybe
2: company? Maybe, yeah. Someone to talk to? Someone, someone who's been alone for too long. Yeah, and this yeah. is, you know the, the mannequin's almost like his, it's like Wilson, but like, yeah. yeah. And so... This is where Jack freaks out. He, like, tries to rip completely part of Completely freaks out. And then Annie freaks out because Jack's freaking out. Well, he's been such a common and influence. Ethan, he? you would have noticed this. There's so many bloody Dutch <laughs> angles in this part. There's a lot of Dutch <laughs> angles in this film in general, but there's a lot of diagonals. Yeah. Especially with yeah. Annie. They love to shoot Annie with a, with a Dutch angle. Mm. Um, so he goes, we're going to die. And she goes, no, we're not. And that's good enough. He's like, all right, we're not. <laughs> we're on board. We're good. He looks at everybody. And then he notices the camera.
0: This is the scene that kind of like after you said that it was just a bit after um, River Phoenix started. It's like, oh, that that would have been the most difficult, the most difficult one for him to 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 do.
2: His friend dying. Yeah, I imagine you probably yeah. channeled in, channeled in some stuff from mm. that. I was thinking about myself. Um, and so they find out that somehow, I guess if you're a random camera crew, because the news is all covering it from outside, you can just intercept. And it goes, Matt goes up and goes, we need to shut down your signal. And they're all like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm like, that would not happen today. No way. And there'd be drones in the sky. Oh, geez, yeah. Like, forget helicopters. It'd be like just amateur bloggers <laughs> doing it. Like they they're all dead. If yeah. this is today, the they're all dead. Yeah. But they managed to intercept the signal and then send it back to the bus, which then somehow gets sent back to Howard Payne. Yeah. Somehow. On a loop. Yeah. On a loop. And loop it, tape it, run it. One, loop it, record it, tape it, tape it. He was "It's taping." <laughs> which I'm, I am like Mac. Like this is the one moment you're not like Mr. Shiny Happy Guy. Yeah. Um, and then, and, and, that was his arc. <laughs> but, but then, like the news guys like getting his back up, which I'm like, fair enough. No one wants to be yelled at. And then later he's like, "Send it, send it." Send it. So, okay, okay, and sending. Yeah. And he's, like, he's like really like like complicit now. I'm like, which one are you? Okay, thank you. Uh, and so as a result, then, they trust, they just trust this has worked. I mean, there's no way to prove it, I guess. No. But everybody off the bus, everybody gets off. And just for a last little bit of closure, Doug goes to get off. He's the last passenger to get off the bus. And the tire again blows at the inconvenient time. And the board, like, falls. And Ortiz has to be the one to rescue Doug after going, I got gotcha. I gotcha. It then turns into like a man hug. man hug. Yeah, absolutely. And they have made peace. Yeah. The hard-nosed Los Angeles resident and the wide-eyed tourist are friends. And of course, Doug's like wearing a suit, but like a, like a really like, like cheap looking suit, mm. like vacation suit. Yeah. And so then it's time to get off the bus and Annie must have been a Boy Scout or a sailor because she can do knots with the best of them. I have no idea how she did this. I couldn't I couldn't tie those knots. Can you tie those knots? No. Ethan, think you tie those knots?
0: I can't tell anything. There we go. <laughs> Ellie?
4: Absolutely.
2: Oh you could? No. Oh okay. <laughs> we have
0: all been showing up.
2: And so yeah. they take that main panel off again, it's sort of land there, like But Whoa. this this main panel yeah. fits in the floor. Snug I think it's like If you angle it You can get it through the Yeah there is a bit of A logistical thing Yeah I don't know. it just didn't seem right But it's screeching down And we made sure We got a, a, a shot from above But enough that we made sure We saw lots of Sandra Bullock's legs Yeah Which it seemed like That must have been <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it As more of a criticism
2: You're like <laughs> I'm looking at it From a 14 year old Boy's
3: perspective When I first saw it <laughs> Well in that case The elevator scene <laughs> Had something you as well That we yeah. kind of glossed over Sorry folks <laughs>
2: And so they slide through the panel, land safely on the floor, almost like it's like a sled,
3: yeah, of kinds. And, and going through the bollards as they,
2: yeah, yeah. That's... And he's got he's completely he's... Got, got her covered. Yeah, he's like he's, he's got her. She's yeah. like he's like a a cocoon. Like it's like it's the Matrix. It's yeah. like wrapped around her. And um, they go ahead, and then the um, bus loses its rope direction, I guess, yeah. and it sort of veers off to the left, and then it blows up a plane. And the plane that blows up says, I have it here, Pacific Courier emblazoned on it. Do you remember, Liam, when we did Die Hard with a Vengeance, the truck outside when it blows up said Atlantic Courier. And that was all a giant reference to the first Die Hard movie where the bad guys... Um, oh, I forgot his name. How do I do this every time we do Hans Gruber's g- g- posse comes with a Pacific Courier They do. Yeah. It is. So it is a reference because the link between all three is production designer uh, Jackson Degovia. It's his own inside joke. That's cool. So yeah, so like back that. to this. And then... They find out that Howard phones, again, and he wants his money. And Max like, I'm going to tell him where he can go with his money. And when Keanu Reeves has to be the, the intelligent one in the group in this movie, that's yeah. saying something. He goes, he doesn't know it broke up. It blew up. <laughs> broke up. I'm going to try it again. So I want <laughs> the accent. I want, I want the voice again. He doesn't know it blew up. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, until he does. Because in two minutes, he looks around, and he sees all the people from the cops around where he's at his drop-off point. And then he looks, and there's like a disappearing handbag that yeah. disappears and reappears. And I'm like, "Couldn't, lady, couldn't you have done better than this?" Like, but for her bag to disappear, she would have actually had to like move, move and put yeah. it down. But we don't see that; we just see it like appear and disappear from her hand. And even gl- glitches—like yeah. how? would, There's no way you could have recorded that where it would have given you like one frame of bag, one frame no bag, yeah, yeah. one frame of bag again, and then runs. Like no, it's, it's no, just no, not no. possible. No. That was more for the audience. That was more for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's what i go, uh. I didn't see what they were on about. <laughs> um, so they get through, and we get the joke that um, people who get engaged in relationships based off stressful situations, they don't last. And so uh, Jack leaves Annie exposed. Outside, she's getting cleaned up. No one's watching her. No. Except for Howard Payne. who comes and gets her in his cop uniform. Oh, Jack asked me to come get you, and she buys this. And wouldn't wouldn't his face be everywhere? Like, like on yeah, there's that. And do what, you know what I mean yeah? Like every cop should have known who this guy was yeah, once, yeah. once he was ID'd. Yeah, and then why can't Jack have her? With all the other, like, is there not a safer place for her to be than with Jack and with Mac and with, like, the other people? It just seems like there's 50 people waiting to get him when he's out there. Really? Yeah. All Jack's doing is watching the monitor. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, wasn't why she, isn't
4: she there? Doesn't she with an ambulance?
2: So you sent one of his people there to stand? Like, it's not that important of it. Like, wh- you got 50 cops here. One of them can't stay with Annie?
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: I know it needs, like, a. Well, I don't think it does need what happens, <laughs> but 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 they, they decided they were going to do it anyway. Um, And then Jack thinks he's found because the money's gone because he's tunneled up from underneath the mailbox it was supposed to be left in. So Jack goes running and sees any figure and assumes it must be Howard. And he threatens him and turns around. And no, it's Annie with a bomb vest on. She She would know from behind. I think I could tell the difference between Dennis Hopper and Sandra Boat. Yeah. Yeah.
4: (laughs) She was around a corner though. Especially those (laughs) legs.
2: She says, um, says, I'm sorry. Because it's totally her fault. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Sar- sarcasm <laughs> uh, yeah. and and then we get this whole thing about an unexploded bomb is like a cheap gold watch he goes you're crazy and he goes no poor people are crazy I'm eccentric <laughs> and the third act we go well maybe a fourth act we go on the train and Yost decided to conclude the film on a subway to have a final plot twist not involving the action on the bus and this was what got Fox to approve the um, to, to, to green light the, the okay. film um, at which point Dennis Hopper tries to give a little pep talk of his own to Sandy B He does And he says buckaroo I love what he called her buckaroo <laughs> It's not because you're a woman <laughs> He goes it's not going to hurt Annie Not very comforting Um, And then on the roof of the train Jack is on it Um, He almost gets his head taken off How did he get up on the train? Because he gets in oh, I don't remember Yeah no at this point, I'm just kind of going, the movie ended. I saw it. Like, you guys yeah. like were safe. Like, yeah, this just yeah, feels yeah. unnecessary. Yeah, it does. Um, but he's very, it's very Mission Impossible 1, climbing on top of a train. Um, all of a sudden, Howard goes to get some money. He says, can I offer to in a bribe. And he just thinks, I have to go into my money right now for this reason. <laughs> so he can get spray painted. And then he turns into, like, mad, like, super villain from, like, a comic book. He's like, I'm coming to get you! <laughs> As he runs out with a gun in one hand, he's got... Um, He's got the detonator. Because yeah. poor Annie's like locked to like a, a pole yeah. on the um, on the subway train, and the subway train is not a train. The subway train is yet not, is, is one of the buses. Oh, really? That they've done up to look oh, like. Oh, okay. And so when I was watching, it, I was knew crazy. this, and I was watching. I'm like, see, yeah, it was that. weird because I went, "That's totally a bus," but unless you're looking for it, oh, I never knew you that. don't see it. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, I need to see that again. Um, so they get into a fight, and can I just bring this up? Like, Howard is at least thirty years Jack senior. Yeah. He At is least. holding a detonator in one hand, and he's got a mangled hand for the other one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he is beating Jack in a fist fight on top of a train. Jack, who's like guns of steel. <laughs> yeah. I'm an FBI agent. <laughs> and he's losing. And he's like, pushes him up. And he goes, and he goes. I'm stronger than you. I win. <laughs> I win. He holds his head up, and he gets knocked off by that thing that almost killed Jack earlier. And he goes, Yeah. Well, I'm taller, <laughs> which I guess means well, I have longer arms. Because if you were taller, wouldn't your head be knocked off? Yeah. Okay, I know you're laying down, but I just, I just don't quite get. It's just like one of those. You got, when you kill the bad guy. You got to have a good, a, a good, like a good line.
3: And also, I don't think I'd have just took his head off. I think that'd just. You know, took the whole body.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah. It was again. It's like the door earlier. It's a very yeah. clean cut. <laughs>
0: I wasn't expecting him to get the No, I, I remember being really surprised like an by, an an... by that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just came out. It just came out of nowhere. I mean, much like the thing did to his head. But like, I just wasn't expecting it. And then it's
4: kind got... of like what you were expecting from the lift scene earlier on, when they're yeah, trying to I, escape, and you're like, some "Oh my half. god, because like, cool. you're actually worried we get
2: something gruesome there."
0: Yeah, I was. I I thought when it moved, I was like, "Oh, one's
2: yeah.
4: going to get bisected."
2: Um, and what, like I'll Darth Maul and they'll fall down the elevator <laughs> shaft like that.
4: Yeah. <laughs> just their legs.
2: And then, um, so then Jack gets back down and he's helping Annie and she can't get out from underneath this pole. So he's going, you have to jump the track because Max got control of the radio, which only works one way. Conveniently enough. Yeah. He goes, he just looks at this map and the map literally shows a curve, but doesn't show anything else. And he goes, nope. I'll make it jump the tracks. Now we were talking going like, there could be a brick wall, like a tunnel at that point. You could jump the track just to like eat cement. You know what I mean? But he's like, I'm going to do it. And if you can speed up the train, Ethan, was there anything said about why they couldn't slow down the train? No, <laughs> I'm just curious because no, you wouldn't speed it up. Your natural instinct would to slow it down. Stop! Stop it! And just, yeah, yeah just get out. We need a cool
0: yeah. Final. Like,
2: he's so. already pulled out the 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 bomb vest, so it's not going to blow up. So just stop. Get on. Wait till someone finds you and says, "Can you cut her out of these cuffs?" Yeah, because she could have actually just like lost her arms, depending on how this went as well. Yeah,
0: but I'll be he... honest. I thought there'd be more. There's more danger in having that crash because, yeah. The explosives aren't rigged anymore, but one, like, fatal smash or crash is going to cause that just to go up in smoke.
2: Well, and we also thought, like, like if the pole comes out, it's going to impale one of them probably as well. No.
0: It's, it's, it's not
2: safe. There'll be a kebab. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I wrote them they survived this. Uh, I said how, so- and when they first shot this for, for uh, showed this sorry to a test audience, they didn't have they literally ran out of money and didn't have these scenes finished yet. So they showed them like animated storyboards of what the rest of it would look like. <laughs> oh, really? and because it scored so highly, 20th Century Fox went all right. Then they ponied up the money to finish the film, or else yeah. they would have had to think of some other reason, or maybe maybe just finish it after the bus. Yes, find some yeah, other natural way yeah. to have a one on one showdown.
4: Imagine that. There
2: is <laughs> the thing; you still have to get Howard.
4: Yeah.
2: And you but I think there's a better way to do it. Yeah. Uh and, and the idea being that I don't know, there's something about the bus or something something you could do, you could put a bomb in in his car. Or something. Something. There's all sorts of ways you could end this. And Sandy B <laughs> just keeps going, You didn't leave me. You didn't leave me. And he well, goes, he goes, got... I don't have anywhere else to be just there.
4: <laughs> I really enjoyed how when the when the train actually bursts out onto the road it comes through a sign that says safety first. That oh, does it really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a nice he,
2: little scene, actually. I do like that coming through the wall. He do, and then they stop, and everyone's taking pictures. He goes, I have to warn you. I hear relationships built on intense situations don't work. And she goes, well, we'll just have to base it on sex then, won't yeah. we? And he goes, okay. And because he's paying attention, he has to say it again. Okay. And then some guy has a Polaroid camera out taking yeah. pictures of us. And that his. big old uh, camera, camera. Is, is there, is there is like a camcorder? Yeah, 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 camcorder, yeah. And then that's it. And then the credits go, and that is our movie. Yeah. What do we think the people, the critics thought of this movie? Let's play the Rotten Tomatoes game. Ethan, any thoughts as our newbie?
0: I'm thinking, because critics are usually really, really uh, negative about popcorn films. I'm thinking this has got like a 72. That's not really negative. It's pretty good, actually. For a film that I think should be higher, right. I think 72 is like where they probably put I've it. have seen it, sorry. Okay.
2: Liam? I
3: think they'd be a bit more critical than that. Because again, it's a popcorn. Popcorn movie, not yeah. a cultural movie. 65?
2: 94%. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Really highly regarded. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. That surprised me. Even with the third act, or the fourth act, I yeah, should call yeah, it. Yeah. So, I have some questions. How does Howard Payne put all this together like on such short? It took him two years to plan the elevator heist. Mm. And yet today he's got plans A, B, C, D, and E. <laughs> Until the money blows up and he realizes he can't spend it. He's got plans for everything to this point. Yeah.
4: I was under the impression that there was more time in between the elevator heist and then the Well, there's some
2: time because he's somewhat healed. He's walking with a cane, but it's not that much time because he's still walking with a limp and he's got a cane. Mm. Maybe he'll have a cane forever, but it's not like it's a year later. He didn't have the cane going into the house, did he? No, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> Interesting.
3: But this is I clearly... the same was,
4: day. Or yeah. day after.
0: He's. I think Keanu Reeves is like, it's that guy from a few weeks ago. Yeah, or like, he's
2: like from two years to the elevator job. And yet in a yeah. few weeks, like, think about the intricacies of what he's planned here. Yeah. Because really, you don't want that that bus blowing up. Because no, yeah. if it's all about money, it's not really about Jack. It's about $3.4 million, yeah. two point seven million million.
0: That's not something that you can just do off the cuff. You need to practice no. and test so that multiple like, times.
2: You took two years of my life. Well, apparently you were sleeping on the job because it you no time at all to get this one done. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe
4: this was like his backup plan for the office thing. So he'd had In it case it there's done someone the who does
2: this <laughs> and he shoots my hostage and gets a medal. Yeah. <laughs> who's friends of a bus driver, I know what I'll do.
4: He's a clever guy. Got it all to planned. To be fair, down.
0: in the intro, they do, they do show that he is a whiz with technology and, like. Yeah, they do everything like that, because he's like, oh, yeah, we'll have... Yeah, I'll press this button. It'll make everyone think it's going to the third floor. I think it might... I think that's why it, what that scene was for, just to allude that he can do wacky things with technology. Wacky is not the word I should use for that. <laughs> uh,
2: Usual sort of questions. Um, who, uh, Best performance, best character. Let's go round the table this way. So Liam, Ellie, and then Ethan. I really enjoyed...
3: Well, Sandra Bullock didn't really go through much emotion, I didn't feel. Um, but I do like her performance. I
2: she was really good in this. It's yeah. like, it like, this is her as girl next door. Yeah, And for a while, she made a career to being girl next door until she could no longer be girl next door. She, was, she became, eventually becomes Julia Roberts. But at this point, she's, not, she's the anti-Julia Roberts.
3: But she doesn't really react to the extremes of how you would in a film, if you know what I mean. When she
2: hits the baby, I was kind of impressed with that side of it. Yeah. And when Helen dies, yeah, 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 but they're only minor parts okay. of the film. Do
3: you know what I mean? Um, I don't. I quite like Dennis Hopper.
4: Okay, Ellie. Um, so I completely agree. I think that Sandra Bullock showed a really good range of emotions, and I really liked her character.
2: So, it's, so Sandy that B That's my pick. Yeah, Ethan.
0: I really like Jeff Daniels. He just has so <laughs> much. He has so much like charisma and 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 like friendly energy with Keanu Reeves in it. That it's like. Even though he says nothing in the scene where he explodes, you can just see everything in his like just his eyes and his expression. Just oh shit, and, it's perfect.
2: And for a guy who does has a lot, a lot of quippy things in the film, but unlike Keanu, his stuff never felt forced. No, his stuff yeah, always felt, felt genuine. Yeah. I think he's, just, he's just a better actor than Keanu Reeves at this point. At this point, yeah. Even though like, that that's our scumbag, like just great <laughs> lines. Uh, on... That's
0: why I like and, like because he, he's so funny and quippy you know it's serious when he gets serious and he just gets it was, quiet it was yeah. so perfectly totally like done
2: as far as movie devs go it's a good one
0: oh, it's yeah. a very good one
2: um, it's very quick it is very quick um yeah. I'm going to go, and Ken Reeves is fine in this. He's not, he is, he's, he is. he's an action star. That's what his job was yeah. to be. The attractive guys want to be him, even if for some reason we got to make sure he doesn't intimidate us for, I don't know what the logic is there. Yeah. Girls want to be with him, all that stuff. I'm going to give mine instead to Alan Ruck as Doug. Oh, okay. I, I really enjoyed that. that because the people on the bus had the matter as well. Because it has to be stakes and the stakes can't just be do Sandy B and Keanu make it out of life. No, someone no, else to no, be no, someone no. else we care about. Yeah. And for me that was Doug, the man who shouldn't even be on that bus. We didn't talk about that breakdown he kinda of has a little we did a little bit, but yeah. I shouldn't have been on this bus. This isn't the bus I'm supposed to be on. I came here on vacation. And therefore I think he's the easiest one for us to go. That's not fate for him. That's I mean that's or it is fate for him, but it's just like the worst
0: luck. Yeah.
4: I'd really like to follow his story after this and see whether he like decides to stay there instead rather cool. than stay in a tourist or yeah
0: yeah he did grow on me i'll give him that and that first scene i found him so annoying but like as time goes i'm like yeah yeah i understand his pain
2: he's taking an uber back to wherever he's from (laughs) (laughs) he invents uber he invents uber as a result of this i never want to drive (laughs) on public transit again um best scene best moment best thing about the film
3: my best moment was the bit with jeff daniels the real, the realization
2: the death of jeff daniels yeah okay
3: but i do also like the the chasing after the bus the first bus that explodes just oh, the okay. whole movement of That's that nice scene it, the camera's not still it moves yep. with him and I, I that was good ellie
4: um you were all ripping on it a bit earlier but i really liked the bit where he was getting on the, when he was actually trying to get on the bus the first time so the bit with like jack a guy and yeah two man yeah. yeah.
2: No, no, I was totally up it's, there. It's like, funny. I, I almost gave him an honorable mention in My Best Characters. I, I really like that guy. Yeah. Which is why he shows up in Speed 2. <laughs> Wait,
0: does he? Oh my God, yeah. I need to see Speed 2 now.
2: No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if we ever do a worst film ever thing, I think Speed 2's got to be on the list for that. <laughs> Ethan?
0: Uh, it's the same as Ellie. I love the two-man scene. It's just so funny. This film is surprisingly like funny for what I was expecting. I was expecting a lot more taking itself way too seriously thing and it's that nice little bit of levity that made me go okay this isn't going to take itself too seriously this is just fun and i can i can, I can ride through this
2: um i think it's aged well oh, yeah. i think it's aged well. um i'm gonna go with i'm not gonna go with one of those funny little back and forth moments i'm gonna go instead with some good old-fashioned action-y sort of stuff and it's the sequence with uh i could have the bit was running on the bus that was a good one i'm gonna go with the bit where he's under the bus yeah, that's, and cool. that whole sequence, like, it doesn't make sense at no. all. Like, you know, to just explain away. And we talked about on our, on our roundtable about jargon to explain away the plot. It had a little bit of that. But overall, it was just, it was just a great moment that had, and, and the juxtaposition of having, him in a sense be the one who's a victim, and having a woman be the one behind the wheel, who's in a sense got to take care of him. Yeah, that was really interesting. But she doesn't play it like a man, he doesn't play the the, the, the vulnerable one as a woman. Yeah, they're still true to I guess traditional yeah. roles you expect in Hollywood at that time. Mm-hmm. But they but but they tweak it and is nuanced.
4: I do really like the fact that she's the one to drive the bus, though. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um.
4: Is there a bone?
2: Oh, oh, sorry, I'm again. Is there a bone of contention here? Something that absolutely.
4: You?
2: Liam, it's supposed to be set in the morning, and all I kept seeing was sun <laughs> coming down. There were so many sunsets
3: in this movie. <laughs> I tell you what, it was beautifully shot, beautifully. But the sun was coming down. It it's wasn't really pretty lighting, isn't it? <laughs> it was very pretty lighting. Yeah, I just didn't get that at all.
4: Ellie, the fuel gauge because
3: yeah we mentioned I, this did not we
4: i know they said that harry was the brains of the operation but literally any idiot could work out that that gauge was not going to last 10 minutes at no. the speed, it was going down
2: <laughs> five minutes not enough time <laughs> like max like yeah you're okay <laughs> i think he was on speed i think you might have known. uh ethan
0: um i i, I hate saying this because i love keanu reeves but it, this is not a good acting performance for him at points It's just very, he, he just feels like he's going through the motions at points, which to be fair, I understand why and I feel like a dick saying that now, but there are points where it just feels very phony. He's like, yeah, we'll get through. It'll be fine. Don't worry. There's a bomb on here. (laughs) Guys, relax. There's a bomb. I didn't, I was going to mention,
2: I never did the bit where Miguel's got the gun out and he talks him (laughs) down (laughs) and he goes, don't, you don't have to do this. <laughs> and it felt very bill and Ted. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Um, I I'm putting my gun away. I made reference a couple of times here. The train sequence was not necessary. No, I'd already gone through the emotional roller coaster. It felt very much like last week's film, the sense yeah, of like I had my tattoo, I have yeah. my, my 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 closure. Yeah. The big moment. And you gonna put someone back into like the same situation, just a different form of travel?
3: Yeah.
2: Come on. So it just felt and it wasn't like,
3: like the film needed
2: extending either. It didn't. You just need to figure out how you're gonna get Howard. Yeah. And there's a it's way that could have happened.
0: Minutes. It's a whole extra twenty minutes. Just have
2: Howard go to get the money and there's there's Jack.
0: Yeah. And have yeah. Jack
2: show him the videotape. That we thought you might have noticed this. <laughs> By the way, missing this or something like a little yeah, gold? Yeah. Wa- Let me give you this. Sorry, it's not a gold watch, and it's a handcuff. Yeah, that'd have <laughs> been cool. <laughs> that'd have <laughs> been cool. Or I it's spray gold handcuffs. In, or I spray <laughs> <in> the gold <laughs> thing, I'll, Yeah, yeah I'll not, hand the gold free because <laughs> I know how much you like it.
3: <laughs> no. And go,
2: hey, look at that! You're on TV, interactive TV, wave of the future. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he has like a whole list. He's just going through all of them, like, <laughs> that'd until, been like cool. during the credits as but, well.
2: But like you weren't even around. When I don't care. I heard them
0: all. <laughs> I got all your catchphrases. I would have liked a bit more time with people on the bus. Because there are, there are some characters that are there just for reaction shots. And I was like, I would have just liked a little, a little bit more time with some of them.
2: Um, I agree with that. Um, especially because there were some characters. There was like a, a, a black lady who was a black couple, I think. And they were religious yeah. and they were praying. And I wouldn't mind a little bit more of their story. Yeah, um, So we could have had some moments. But I guess you're the sack. I, I don't know what that young 20 rat face guy was supposed to be. I assume that there was more that got cut. Because I yeah. want a little bit more of his story. Yeah. Um, let's do the age game, age game. Let's all play the age game. Okay.
4: Okay. So we will go Liam, Ethan, Ian. And we'll start with Keanu Reeves. Jack?
3: I'm going to say
2: 32. Ethan?
0: Oh, uh, I'm saying 27.
2: I'll spoil the difference and say, 30. He's 30. Hey. Oh, 30. wow. Because I remember there was Bill and Ted, but yeah. he was around right even before that. He yeah. had some films. So, yeah.
4: What about Sandra Bullock, Annie? Uh,
0: 27. 29.
3: 25.
2: 30 as well. Ooh. Wow! What? I would not have thought no. that. No, I wouldn't. Hmm. Wow. Okay.
0: They've both aged well then.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes, they have. <laughs> 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 Jeff Daniels, Harry?
0: 43. 52. 40.
4: Ooh. 39. Yes!
3: Oh. <laughs> Jesus, we're older than him now. Ethan's feeling
4: guilty. <laughs> wow. very that is well, isn't it? Okay. That is well. Uh, Dennis Hopper, Howard Payne.
3: Um, fifty-seven.
4: Ethan, I'm gonna say fifty-two
0: again. Fifty-nine. Fifty-eight. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah. of yeah.
4: Um, and then Alan Rock Stevens.
3: Okay. Um, I'm gonna say.
0: 38. Ethan? I'm getting, like, divorced 40-year-old vibes from him. <laughs> no, I'm going to say 32.
4: Liam was right. He's 38.
2: Come wow. on! Wow. So overall, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's me or you. It's pretty close on that one.
4: I'm not good with age, apparently. <laughs> that
2: was always fun. Uh, is this anybody's best role ever? Anybody? Um, no. Really? I'm going to challenge, I think it's Sandra Bullock's. Really? No. Tell me something she's better in.
0: I'm going to say Gravity. I think she has more emotion oh,
2: than that. She has more to do. Blindside? Yeah. I haven't seen Blindside, to be fair. I, I know she wins her Oscar for that. That's good. Um, it's not Keanu Reeves's. No. Um, it's not it's Alan not Den- Ruck's. It's not Dennis Hopper, cause Hopper's. It's Dennis Hopper's. not Dennis <laughs> Hopper's. <laughs> no way. No, nah, that's probably, probably about it. As far as your... It's yeah. definitely not Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges no, has got yeah, other stuff that he does. Yeah. So. No one's best role ever, which is fine. A couple of things on the way out. Roger Ebert. Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels, sorry. Um... Yeah, definitely different from Jeff Bridges. I <laughs> <laughs> wonder how many times I made that mistake this podcast. Um, <laughs> we'll find out. Roger Ebert gave a star f- uh, film four stars at a four and said, films like speed belong to the genre I call bruised forearm movies because you're always grabbing the arm of the person sitting next to you. Done wrong, they seem like tired replays of old cliches. Done well, they're fun. Done as well as speed, they generate a kind of manic exhilaration. And I'm going to skip over a couple more, but I will say that Time Magazine's Richard Schickle said, the movie has two virtuals essential to good pop thrillers. First, it plugs uncomplicatedly into lurking anxieties. In this case, the ones we brush aside when we daily surrender ourselves to mass transit in a world where the loonies are everywhere. And it takes the normal and it makes it abnormal. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. made this a really simple premise. You're on a bus, which we do, bus, yeah, train, whatever. Do, yeah, we, we can all relate to that. What happens if someone messes with that vehicle? Yeah. And we're going, oh, shoot. So, uh, quick shout out for uh, Drew, who said, being a huge fan of Keanu Reeves, I love this movie. It's a very fast-paced action movie of the 90s. Simple in concept, but very exciting. That keeps you entertained from beginning to end. For anyone who hasn't watched it, I recommend you try it out. And I think we would all agree with that. You yep. said it was good yep. fun. It, unlike the people in, on the bus, we had a fun ride. We did. <laughs> so, we didn't do. It's time for ratings. So, Liam, mm. where do you go on speed? I'm going to give it a solid eight. Solid eight? Yeah. It's supposed to be one of those flimsy eights. (laughs) Solid eight.
0: Solid eight. Good. Ellie?
4: I'm going to give it a solid eight as well.
0: All right. Ethan? I'm going to give it a flimsy eight. No, it's, it's it's yeah, it's a solid eight.
4: I'm going to
2: go for a very solid because it's backed up by a crane that's been jammed into (laughs) eight and a half, I'm going to go. As far, I it bumps its head. The kind of movie this is, that's about as far as you can probably go. yeah, yeah. But for what it is, it is a fantastic movie. Uh, it is a good movie. R- yeah. R- Richard Kermode, I think his name is, from the BBC, said it is a masterpiece of popcorn cinema. And th- th- there can be such a thing as a yeah. masterpiece of popcorn. Cinema. It does exa- It is the best version for the most part of what it intends to be. I would have preferred that the fourth act was gone, but when I think back of it, I think I just think of the ending as being when they get off the bus. Yeah, yeah. and everything else is just there to kind of inflate, pad the runtime, whatever the case might be. Yeah. yeah,
4: I do agree it wasn't necessary, but I did still enjoy it, that whole fact.
0: So. I think it's the fact that, like, oh, yeah, the track's gone again. <laughs> <laughs> whatever yeah. what we do, I think that's what I'm that's like, just, oh, no, that just like, doesn't work.
2: Eventually you go, okay, there might be one too many Roblox in this one. Like, yeah. you, you hit it down a bit. Like, once he's dead, finish it there. Or, mm. or, or... Find a way to make it going off the tracks. Kill him in the process. Yeah. Or something. Something. Let her do something to help get rid of him. Yeah. I don't know. Um, which just leaves us with what we are doing next Ooh. week. Some pop quiz. Hot shot. <laughs> <laughs> I made reference to the person who was supposed to be playing Jack Traven. You did. Remember who I said it was? It um. was supposed to be. We said he was one of the lesser-known versions of the family. Stephen Baldwin. We're going to be tackling Stephen Baldwin and Kaiser Soze and Yeah, all that usual stuff. suspects. We're doing the usual suspects next there. week. So, great movie. definitely something with lots to talk about next week. It's definitely imagine. a film that leaves you thinking. A film that leaves you thinking, but you're going to have to be on your best behavior watching it with people who haven't seen it before. Yeah. Because <laughs> 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 when Liam watches a movie, he likes to go... Oh, I love this bit.
4: Oh, oh we do? And this yeah. bit's really important for later. <laughs>
2: oh, I do, I do. I don't mean to. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. I think for next week, we really have to like yes, hit yeah, that. Yes, yeah. just Just so
3: that we can have but a good experience. Uh, but I am a big Gabriel Byrne fan. I do He's like him. He's, He's very good. Very I'm, I'm looking
2: very... I was uh, teaching, uh, doing my, my teacher training and my uh, train, trainer teacher, I don't know what you call it, mm. my host teacher, Uh, who wasn't very good (laughs) but said that um, which I hadn't seen uh, Usual Suspects he said forget everything else I've told you to do this weekend this is your homework you have to watch this so with that in mind we want to thank Ethan first off though for joining us thank Thank you Ethan
0: no problem it's always fun to to be on here and not be talking about uh, Disney all the time
2: that's a great ad for our Disney podcast (laughs) (laughs) so for Best Film Ever I have been Ian and I've been Liam
4: I've been Ellie uh,
2: Pop quiz, hot shot. Next week, we review the usual suspects. What will you do? I said, What will you do? <laughs> we'll see you next time.
4: Tomorrow!